0: To the flag of the United
1: States of America. The and stars, the the
2: we wash, of And to the Republic. Stands. one nation
3: Dedication, devotion, turning all the night time in the day Do the song about a sweet of the moon, do the song about the night Do the walk, do the walk of life, do the walk of life Night time the day the sun about Right. You do the walk Yeah, you do the walk on life you, you do the walk on life
4: Of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better
5: half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots.
4: So what's going on, fuckers? How was your day, babe? What'd you do today?
5: Well, let's see. I, I did everything on my list. I cut down a tree. I cut down the, the one next to the driveway. Okay. With all the the spindly extra shit that was fucking exactly i cut that down and then i um i cleared it and i used the branches to build another trellis okay and i pulled the radish the radishes on that side and i planted the tomatoes and i uh let's see i cleared the south garden or got the kid to do that moved the compost heap Very productive, actually. Hopefully you
4: you worked
5: his ass off. Oh fuck yeah, I worked his ass off. I started out bitching at him first thing in the morning. And he's like, Why are you so cranky? (laughs) Bitching at him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was that all about? Oh, you know, well, oh, and we cleaned out your truck.
4: Well, that it's about time. That was the
5: first thing we did. And so he's I I had him get a garbage bag and start cleaning out your truck. And uh, about halfway through, he's just sitting in the backseat playing his phone. I was like, What are you doing? You done? He's like, I think so really can you eat off the floor because uh i tell you what clean enough uh, if if you're not like if you're not raring to go here raring to help me out because you owe me a shit ton of money for this trip then we just won't go you don't want to put the effort in we just won't go oh yeah then he moved his ass after that it's so simple so simple. so simple. So simple.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We're sorry. We got a. Uh, we did. Uh, we did put it out wrong last night, and we've got to update our shit. Yeah. Um. But yes, we do start early on Tuesdays. Just a reminder for because everyone involved. Josh comes on early. We've mm-hmm. got to get the fuck off. Um. And I still want you guys to get a full show. And so we're
5: so far behind right now. We'll start a guess. half
4: an hour early. Yep. Um. We have had a lot of guests in the last couple days or so. Yep. Um. We're just. We're working through it. Give us a minute, mm-hmm. all right? Anywho, uh, today, today, yeah, uh, I'm be a little pissed. And um, what are you pissed about? It's it, it's not y'all's fault. I can say that with an surety for my, you know, our normal listeners. Our uh, as in the biz, they call it. You're the P ones. You're the ones that always tune in, no matter what. You get a fucking alert on your phone. Boom, you're there. You're like, I got to hear what they got to say. It's not about you guys. So don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to get pissed because I am tired of some serious bullshit that's going on here. And you all can look at it however you want to look at it. You can say whatever you want to say about it. But the sooner that we realize that there is a problem, the faster we will be able to deal with that problem. The problem is this. We are at war. No, we're not at a physical war. No, we're not throwing bullets yet. No, we're not dropping bombs yet. We are at fucking war. They already have prisoners, folks. Tell me something. Got a question for everybody involved here.
6: Hmm.
4: We have people in jail right now Mm -hmm. that were stood on our side January 6th. Mm -hmm. They're patriots. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're fucking patriots. They're sitting in a jail cell right now. Literally rotting. They are political prisoners. Do you not see that? They are political prisoners in a ongoing hostile action between the government of the United States of America and the American people. Mm -hmm. We're at war. Whether you want to believe it or not, if you want to hide it deep down in places you don't even talk about at parties, that's fine. Hide it there. But whatever you think is going on right now, we are at fucking war. They have taken prisoners. When people take prisoners, we normally go in and get them. Why not? Why haven't we done it? Everybody keeps saying, oh, well, there's this is we just don't want the non-civil. The uncivil war is already happening. Christians, Catholics, doesn't matter what you are. You're being persecuted for your belief. If you're a white male and you stand up and you have a loud voice like I do, you are being persecuted for your race and your ethnicity.
5: Or you're if you're a conservative female.
4: Oh, Jesus Christ. Now you've just hit all the buttons. Mm -hmm.
5: Well, I'm not black. If I was that's a black right. conservative female. If you were a female, black conservative female, you would have, and a lesbian, yeah, holy exactly. shit, you yeah. would have hit every button there's to hit. Yes, but I'm I'm not, so. No, so no. that's not happening. But. It's okay. We're, yep, we're, you can still hate me. I don't care. We're at war.
4: It doesn't matter what you, we're at war. We are at war right now. Yep. You can say what you want. You can believe what you want. Down with that. We are fucking at war right now. And there's nothing, nothing. Our government does not give a shit. If you've looked, by the way, interest rates went up again today. By the way, just here in Savannah. I'll just give you a clue. Actually, in our little town, Richmond Hill, just just for you fucking technical pricks who got to be fucking liberal as shit and come on here and comment. Go ahead. So we're just (laughs) a little bit south of Savannah. Out the price of our fuel rose thirty eight cents in three days. Mm-hmm. Thirty eight cents
5: in three days. Well, we told you that was coming. We we haven't predicted. I hate being right. It's
4: gonna get worse. It it's, not gonna to to Texas, it's not gonna stop.
5: Texas. It's not gonna stop,
4: folks. It's not gonna stop. It's gonna keep going up. They are estimating right now the price of gas in May, right here in Richmond Hill, to be over five dollars a gallon.
5: So much for your summer vacations. That's here on Georgia
4: on the East coast. And we're right at the end of a major oil line. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know what it's going to take to wake fucking people up, but if you've got to clip this, take this and share this with your friends, fine. We are at war. It is not a bullet war. It is not a fucking information war for the umpteenth time. We have political prisoners. They have taken prisoners. The last time a country took Americans, we went in there, we kicked the fucking door down, we shot every cocksucker in there, and we walked out with the prisoners.
5: Well, that's not exactly true. Oh, no, it's absolutely true. There's, because, some, there's nope, a there's nope. a reporter for the Washington Thanks, we were Journal in, sitting hun, in Russian prison right now. Hun, we were in Syria. I walked in and I killed every motherfucker I saw there. Well, that's great. But right now, there are... American journalists I, sitting in Russian prison and we're not doing shit about it. Well,
4: we're not doing shit about fucking January 6th prisoners that we've got sitting in a gulag. Mm-hmm. We're not doing shit about them. We're not doing shit. We are not doing shit. We're talking. Talking's wonderful. Get you about this far in the world.
7: Huh.
4: How many times has people said their actions are bigger than the words? I think it's time we start practicing some of those policies because this is getting fucking ridiculous. You, a lot of people just, eh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Okay, don't believe me. That's fine. Don't. But let
2: this guy tell you. Why would you be closed off to anything that might make you have to do this one less time? Because here's the thing.
8: There's this precious little piece of paper that sits in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. It's called the Constitution of the United States. And our founding fathers put the Second Amendment in there for a clear reason. And I get the argument. You know, people talk about their kids dying. But there was a specific reason. And if we as a society think that we cannot be, that time will not repeat itself, you're
4: foolish. That's, if you don't believe, they gave us a document. Okay? They gave us a document. They gave us a declaration of independence. They they showed us the reasons they revolted. They told us that, hey, by the way, when tyranny, when tyranny invades your land, okay, you not only have a duty, you have a responsibility to the American people to stand up and throw off such form of government. Who's done that? Who's doing that? Because I haven't done it. Exactly. Knowing the problem isn't enough. Admitting that there is a problem is the issue. And right now, we don't. We have a lot of Americans that, for whatever fucking reason, they just decided I'm going to go stick my head back in the sand. Fuck all of this. Fuck the January sixth, folks. The reason this pisses, I have friends in jail right now, people I know, people that are veterans, people that have done the same shit I have done, killed for this country, bled for this country. I have people that are friends of mine that are sitting in that jail cell right now, rotting. I just found out today from Matt Brown, by the way, that one chick, lawyer, lawyer, bitch the cat whatever yeah she's a cunt she's stealing their money but yet this is the one that trump and his little fucking vivek ramaswamy fucking faggot ass are bringing down there for the january 6th guys whoa wait a minute you're bringing down a bitch that's stealing their
5: money and won't even stand for that anthem
4: No, they they were talking about guys in jail Mm -hmm. that were not doing that, that they were giving the money to. And those guys aren't true patriots. Those guys have been fighting. They've been fighting back against the patriots that are in jail, saying cooperate, go with the system, Mm -hmm. which makes you wonder where they were at January 6th. Mm -hmm. Makes you wonder if they were really with us or they were Antifa. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm I'm. I'm ready to go. All you guys got to do is say, hey, we got a group. We're going. Okay. I'm down.
5: That's it. Let's get that open over here. Okay. Well, speaking of, you know, Julie Kelly has been doing great work following, um, bringing all kinds of stuff about January 6th to light or the January 6th political prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, Did you know there are more FBI agents in the Proud Boys than there were Proud Boys? 40. 40 of them. 40 undercover FBI agents. In the Proud Boys. No, I knew that. On January 6th.
4: Wait a minute. Before we even get to that, though, Mm -hmm. y'all think that this is, y'all think I'm just blowing smoke up your ass. Okay. Hold on. Stand by. Because let me tell you about this one. This one's going to fucking blow your mind sacks. Every single one of you. You're going to sit there and go, no way. No way. Because there's a bunch of you over here. Uh, give me one second as I find it that are, where did it go? It was my, like my top story. Oh, there it is. On top. So for instance, on our little pill net over here, right? Mm -hmm. FBI documents associate internet slang like based and red pill with extremism. Oh yeah. Okay. New documents released on Monday warned of a common Internet lingo that's being associated with violent extremism by the FBI. Yep. The Heritage Foundation, a good liberal site right there, oversight project said it used the Freedom of Information Act to request and expose FBI documents included by glossaries showing the common Internet slang that has been flagged as an indication of involuntary uh, celibate violent extremism or racially ethnically motivated violent extremism. Part of the document refers specifically to the incels or those who involuntarily uh, celibate uh, whom the threat overview describes as possibly seeking or to commit violence in support of their beliefs, and society unjustly denies them sexual or romantic attention to which they believe they are entitled. The assessment notes, while most of the incels are not engaging in violence, some have been involved in at least five lethal attacks in the United States and Canada.
5: Are those the trannies? Many of the terms mentioned
4: by the FBI's tech terminology is either widely used across the Internet or mm-hmm. innocuous in nature. One term the glossary uh, reads is the red pill, which comes from the 1990 film uh, The Matrix, which has been used as a metaphor for people uh, hidden or politically incorrect truths about the modern world, particularly when it comes to politi- politics or dating. The FBI dating where the Fuck! are they getting dating from i I don't know where do you get red pill from when have you babe when we were dating did i ever once say did you take the red pill we never dated okay there we go fucked um the glossary also included the term chad as a race specific term to describe an ideal idealized version of a male no a chode is a douchebag of a male. That's what we're referring to, you fucking retards. But since you can't hear so well, I'll say it louder. Chode. That's what we're calling you. We're calling you a bunch of fucking chodes. The glossary of, um, yeah, who is very successful at getting sexual and romantic attention from a woman. What? A Chad? I have no idea. A Chad is someone. It's a chode, but. No. Oh, okay. The list also includes the term "looks maxing," which is uh, defined as a document as the process of self improvement with the internet to become more attractive. What does this have to do with fucking Extremism. extremists? There are many terms associated with self pity rather than violence. Saying it's over, hopelessness of the being the insult, referring to the heitzel or the bad cell.
5: There. This... they are they are reaching no they are seriously concerned
4: red pill also as it appears on the list with a different description in the context of the rmve ideology taking the red pill is becoming red pill indicates the adoption of racist anti-semitic and fascist beliefs
1: mm.
5: Okay, so that that's that's great, and that's the that's the clickbait there, right? They're taking the red pill. Now you're a, a fascist and a racist and oh, a domestic terrorist and all that. It gets better. But hold on, no, no, no. Can I go into base? Well, hold on. The other part of that, when they're talking about incels, and dating, and um, like it, involuntarily celibate, they are seriously concerned about transgenders they are seriously concerned about non-binary people yes no this has nothing no this has nothing to do with that Nope,
4: nope nope has nothing to do with it but you're close what they're concerned about is the purgatory between black and white people having kids that's what this is about this is about interracial marriages and mixed children who identify as white that is all this is about and where did this come from where did this come from
5: the FBI? No, Fox News. Oh, yeah. Okay, so get into BASED. What does BASED say?
4: Yeah, because that's how that's how I know that this is about okay. white and black couples, to, or white people and black interracial people, marriage. interracial marriages okay. with kids. Uh, BASED is defined by the FBI as used as refer to someone who is converted to a racist ideology or a way of indicating that the ideological agreement is not an agreement with their own, meaning that they're black, but they're married to a white person. Hmm. In the political context, the term can be used with people who are impractical or improbable about political vision, such as imagining a monarchist uh anarchist Archite. uh mono anarchist future for the United States. The FBI glossary also terms and divides individuals in a uh accused or not being extreme or in possession of skills other valued characteristics that they claim to have to
5: be considered extreme they have no idea what base means exactly not a fucking clue not a clue wow that's how but that's how out of touch they are
4: what have we done though yeah we've come up with some cool terms but
5: what have we done nothing
4: seriously what have we done to free I mean, the January y- 6 guys?
5: Y- what new terms come up every generation. It doesn't matter. What have it's we? Semantics. What have we done to. It's from an, an internal FBI memo, CLB.
4: This is. We're patriots. I don't know how many of them, but I know we got 12 at least, 12 weird ones that I know of, because they all were the ones that filed the letter that said, hey, I want this bitch gone from our defense team telling Trump and. The vague Ramaswamy to get rid of this mm-hmm. bitch, but because she's stealing money from him, all she's trying to do is pick up a dime. But seriously, we are at war. What are we doing? Well, and then my contact falling in my eye.
5: No shit. Play this clip while you put my contact fuck with your eye.
2: I can't see a goddamn thing out of it. Contacts piss me off now. So, I mean, there were so many Glowies in this audience. You could see them from space at night. But the question I suppose I have is when you have this footage that you just referenced and we're loading it up right now because I'd like for the viewers to see it. Okay. But you, we have this footage that you just referenced. At, at what point is this an entrapment case? At what point does all of this get in, dismissed? Because now we have on tape officers of the government encouraging people to act criminally and half. The majority of these people are locked up for trespassing, right? So they're encouraging them to trespass and break the laws, and that's just
9: entrapment. That's right. And a few defendants, Benny, actually have filed motions recently um, trying to use this defense, this entrapment defense. Of course, as you know, I covered the Whitmer Fednapping hoax, that trial as well, where those four defendants, the lawyers representing those four original defendants, very successfully convinced a jury last year that the FBI had entrapped these men. Two of them were acquitted. Two of them had a hung jury. Now, Benny, this is the same FBI. This is the same time in 2020. The Christopher Ray's FBI is running informants into the Proud Boys, into the Oath Keepers, possibly the three percenters, the so-called militia groups. Um, So this, again, this just scratches the surface of who was involved in what this FBI and other agencies did. Capitol Police had undercover um, agents. Uh, Park Police had undercover agents. Now, we know DC Metro did, DHS possibly. Benny, get this. The acting attorney acting U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, Michael Sherwin, also was walking around in street clothes with the crowd that day, talking to cops, walking with the crowd from the ellipse to the Capitol. I mean, he's basically acting as an undercover agent and he's a US prosecutor. So that's the kind of surveillance that was going on, which Benny, for most people raises a question you had all of these uniform and undercover agents and informants. Why didn't they stop the insurrection? Mm. We had, the place was crawling, mm. as you said, with glowies and uniform law enforcement. Why didn't they do anything? That's the biggest question, unanswered question of all.
2: I, uh, you know, it's gallows humor, but, and I believe this video came from your Twitter feed, which everyone must follow Julie Kelly on Twitter. It is probably my number one requirement. You must follow Julie Kelly on Twitter. You'd be in the top three most important accounts to follow. This footage is of uh, uniformed police officers stopping plainclothes police officers. And they have like the the Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each (laughs) other and they're all (laughs) Spider-Man. But there's a there's a line there where they're all like, we're all armed. Right. And so the armed insurrection, as far as I can tell, the only armed individuals were all of the cops who were armed throughout this riot that they helped instigate.
4: Okay, I'm going to disagree with this Benny guy. And we played that video before. Just just so you can understand what you're looking at right there. From Julie Kelly's video. It is not undercover police officers for the last fucking time. No,
5: they're FBI What
4: they showed there were credentials. Those are creds when you open up a bifold wallet like that. Those are creds. Do you want to know how I know? Don't worry, I'll find it. it. He'd have been better off
5: calling them undercover Leos. Thus making
2: it far more dangerous. It, it, it. I mean, again, it, we're living in a it's, it's clown world, but the armed insurrectionists were indeed these uniformed and ununiformed police officers and federal agents.
9: That's such a great point, Benny, because here the D.C. Metro Police, who was stopping these five individuals and just saying, hey, guys, are you armed? You know, he's thinking that they're Trump supporters because yes. that's how they're portraying themselves. So he stops them hey, are You guys armed?" Yeah, we're all packing heat oh, you are? Well, we're all agents. Now, I think these also are DC Metro, so they're kind of stopping their own agents. It's hard to really get a read on what their badges were, but they are the guys who are armed. Benny, as I as you and I have talked about, the only person who carried and used a gun inside the Capitol on January 6th was Michael Burt, the Capitol Police officer who executed Ashley Babbitt that afternoon. Um, So the fact that you have all of these agents Government assets paid for by American taxpayers. This is why we can't see the video. This is why we don't know who the pipe bomber is. This is why Nancy Pelosi has is not issued, uh, had to produce one document to the January 6th committee. That's why all of the documents from Capitol Police are not are also under wraps. All of the internal reports from DC Metro Police, anything related to police misconduct, those are all under wraps. This is a total cover up for this inside job that was January 6th. And thank God for these brave men who did not accept plea deals who are putting their lives on the line to go to trial, but for the bravery and the courage courage of these men who are standing trial in a city, uh, you know, who 93% Democrats make up these juries. But for them, we would never have any of these evidence. So we really need to, you know, send our, best, our our blessings to them, our prayers to them, because their lives are being destroyed in pursuit of the truth. Folks, listen, okay? First of all, those were
4: cops. The reason that I know that they're cops, or the reason those were feds, the reason I know that they're feds, cops carry a badge. Normally, most cops have a badge and an ID card. Yep. Several. Some have very few. Some have an actual credentialed document.
5: Yeah, basically rats.
4: Uh, like IA. It, it. It's a. No, no. It. It's a. It's an actual credentialed. Uh, it. It tells you who you are, what police department, where your power is derived from. So in the federal government, because the way our forefathers. Brilliant. Genius fucking forefathers set this country up. The states have more power than the federal government. They're supposed to. It's nothing new. The states are supposed to have that power. So for a federal agent, for instance, to work undercover in a state, he has to carry something with him that in the federal government, we call it credentials. Credentials not only talk about what your duty and your authorities are, But it also talks about where you derive your authorities from. So, for instance, a federal agent derives his authorities from the federal government, this specific part of the federal government, which means his scope and purpose is only over that specific part. So, for instance, the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, they're not looking at kidnappings or bank robberies. They're looking at alcohol, tobacco, and firearms because that's where their authorities are given to them from. Not kidnappings, not protests on the street. Those are federal agents. They had an up, a bottom, an upper, and a bottom. And it showed their picture with a number and it showed their badge. They have to keep all three of those things together at all times or it's illegal. They'll get arrested. They cannot separate the three things. They have to remain together because that's how we identify ourselves. So you either have your badge on display or you have your creds in your wallet. One of the two with your badge, but you have one of the two things going on. You either have your badge on display with your creds in your wallet or your creds, your badge, and your wallet all together in one. That's how I know that those are feds. Those are not fucking... No, go to, uh, stop. I'm going to hijack this now. What did you do with the, uh, um, you downloaded one for me mm-hmm. and I got to remember what you did with it.
5: Mm. Yesterday? No, that was today.
4: No. I yeah. downloaded things yesterday. Yeah. Where are
5: you?
4: Yeah. What'd you put them in?
5: Which, well, it depends what it was. Uh going to for? January
4: 6th. I think it's January 6th.
5: No, it wasn't because that was the only thing in January
4: 6th. Okay.
5: So it depends what you're looking for. Tell me which clip it is. Hold Let's on. I, I, I don't
4: remember. I got to, I get, Jesus, you're, you're making this more difficult than it has to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, this, this is where I wanted to start. No, this is not where I wanted to start. Where's the other one?
5: I don't know what other one you're The talking- stupid
4: bitch that uh, I... Uh. This one. Okay, hold on. Hold that on,
5: one. On, hold on, hold on.
4: Where's that one? Because I gave you that one to download and it, it should be in there because that's really a fuck around.
5: Well, you were in find out.
4: It's not in fuck around though. I know it's not because I didn't see it there.
5: Yeah, there it is. Yeah,
4: I think that's the one. Woke yes.
5: world. I put it in woke world. What do you know?
4: Because you know this Bud Light thing's been going on now, and it's made me wonder about most men in America, because I don't know a who the fuck is drinking Bud Light anymore. Because who the fuck drinks Bud Light? Seriously.
5: I'll tell you what. One uh, one thing that I I did today that. Uh, needed to be done is the child and I walked around the property and with a garbage bag and we have something to do with, it does. And we picked up all the garbage because people love to, you know, they, whatever, they love to throw shit out their, their cars and it lands on, on our property in the woods right there. And there was a whole bunch of Bud Light cans that we picked up. And I looked at this and I looked at him and I was like, man, these must've been here for a hot minute. Kid goes, what do you mean? I go, there's no tranny on the can.
4: Anyway, trying to figure out why Bud Light did what they did, because a lot of people have been asking the same fucking question. Why did fucking Bud Light, which is known in the college community for the, you know, the piss water that it's known
5: as. It's right up there with Natty Light and fucking Jenny Cremale. Well, Natty Light is a fixture in the military. But shit's nasty. Not anymore.
4: Um, well, who knows? With those woke fuckers, who knows with these gay kids coming in the military? They're these drinking days, Bud Light. They probably are. <laughs> but uh my again, I, I go back to this very simple thing because this shows us that we are not we are not making the debt we should be making. Okay. We need to rethink everything we are doing right now because it's not working. They're still doing it. And they're not stopping. Nothing we have showed them is fear. When nothing, when you, the reason you can't step up around the clock torture is because how are you going to make it worse? Think about it. If you're already punishing me around the clock, how the fuck are you going to make it worse? You're not. The point is, is they've been punishing us around the clock for hundreds of years now we're only now waking up to it or most of you are for those of us that have been awake for a minute we know what's been going on we're not surprised by any of this nor are we even flabbergasted that i'm even talking about it we're talking to you the way i'm talking to you real girls with penis but jesus fucking christ when are we going to stop it the only people that can stop it is us politicians can't stop this nope there's not a policy Donald Trump, in all of his glory, couldn't stop this if he tried and it was in a fucking wet paper sack on the side of the street in New York City. Promise. He could not fucking stop this. Hmm. He cannot stop what is going. You know what happened? Let's just say, let's just envision for one second, one second, just bear with me on this one. I want all of you Trump lovers to get in close, get in close, get close. I'm serious. Tell me something. Let's just pretend for one second that we're actually going to make it to 24. Okay. <laughs> Cause we're not, and if you think we're all, deaf, oh. you're hired, we need to start smoking the same shit. And you all know that I'm saying the real thing. But let's just go ahead and pretend for mm-hmm. one second. We're gonna go into a dream state. I want okay. you to close your eyes, get real calm, mm-hmm. get real subtle. I want you to think like, oh geez, everything's great and
5: grand. Everybody's and gonna fuck around and keep talking for the next nine months and do absolutely nothing.
4: We're gonna make it to twenty-four. You so never know. twenty-four. In the way we're going, Donald like, oh, Trump what? get Donald Trump gets elected. Let's just let's just pretend we're pretending. We're pretending. We're in Mick pretendland All right.
5: Actually, I, I think that will happen.
4: Stop. Okay. Yep. Donald Trump gets elected. Yep. OK, yep. let's just pretend here first. as second. planned. Yeah. What is his first year like? It's nothing. Why? A, we're already dead. B, the second reason is because he's going to be wrapped up in court from fucking the first day to the last day of his first fucking two years in office. That's why. We're not going to see him do an edge worth of shit. You want to know why? Because the whole machine will start right back up and stop him again. Well, how do we stop that, Mick? You are so passionate about that. How do we stop that? How do we stop it? We have to stand up. We, as the American people, us together, one voice, louder than those fuck sticks and 12 people, we can fuck them up. We got this. Trust me. I know this. Everybody's freaked out. Well, you got to have an army first, mate. I do. Do you know how many veterans have been kicked out of the army and out of the military in the last fucking two years? Do you know how many pissed off Americans there are?
5: Uh, 180,000. More than that. Way more than Uh, that. As far as veterans that have been kicked out of the
4: military. 1%. 1% of the United States.
5: What's 1% of 350 billion, babe? Uh, well, we don't have three hundred and fifty billion. There's not even that many people on the planet. Well, whatever. The three hundred and thirty million. Yeah. One percent would be three hundred thirty thousand.
4: That's enough to start a revolution. More than enough. Uh, okay. More than enough.
5: I gotcha. Well, um, can can we can we go for the dumb cunt that's uh, pushing Bud Light for trannies? And mind you. This particular trainee who who is now the spokesperson, she
4: is not a tranny. No, the no, no. shit that's about to come I, on is not I a tranny.
5: She's a female. I know. I'm talking, which is
4: you guys should not even Please. identify can, can, her can, as a can, female.
5: Can you? Can you let me? Yeah, I'm just right? saying. Okay, this Dylan Mulvaney person, who uh, I went the last time I went off on this dick was what got us kicked off of Twitch. By the way. I don't give a fuck. Anyway.
4: Yeah, I, I know.
5: He makes a mockery of women. You, you know, he was on Ellen and he was on The Price is Right or some shit like that. He you know, is, he had
4: a Tampax oh, no, commercial. Now
5: now he is the spokesperson for Tampax as well. Where the fuck it? does he put it? In his ear? Up his ass? In his nose? He's getting too much dick in the ass and it bleeds too much. Um, and Andy's now the spokesperson for Oil of Olay. Face cream. <laughs> Oil of face cream, which by the way, is made with shit that will literally peel the skin off of your face, like detergents and fucking formaldehyde and like all kinds of nasty, crazy, ridiculous chemicals. Just use Kush creams, face cream. It's the fucking amazing shit anyway. Anyway, but this dick, mm -mm, no, and and this woman, this is the, this is why. Okay, this, uh, this middle-aged
4: white woman. And we're going to get into the real why because she's only going to tell you the partial why.
5: Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's a reason gonna why. I'm going
4: to get into the real why because yep. the real why is even worse than the partial why. Oh, absolutely. And when you hear about the real why, you're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? No. Dead serious. Watch. watch By the, this
5: shit. By the way, we're going to do our tribute early tonight. Sure. Oh, well, I'm a businesswoman.
10: I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm-hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men Mm -hmm. and representation is it sort of the heart of evolution you've got to see people who reflect you in the work and we had this hangover i mean bud light had been kind of a brand of fratty kind of out of touch humor and it was really important (laughs) that we had another approach
4: let me, let me finish what she was going to say there. Okay. Cause I know what she wanted to say and I know what she held back on. So let's, let's make this exactly the way she wanted to say it. And she doesn't have the balls to say it. She really doesn't. She doesn't have them on her chest or between her legs. I can guarantee that. Why? Cause I can see her chest and she looks pretty flat chested from here. I can tell you right now, the fucking Bud Light she wanted to say that that was white boy, fratty humor. That's what she wanted to say. She couldn't because she didn't want to have it just related to white people. Yeah, but PBR is still part of Van Nuys or Bush. I'm not drinking them. They're done. Peace. They're out. I'm getting rid of all of them. That's what we have to do. That's the level we have to go to. We have to get rid of Every fucking brand there is.
5: Drink Yingling.
4: We got to. If it's connected to Anheuser-Busch, you cannot drink it anymore. You got to say that. You got to make that your staple. We've got to live on this.
5: Oh, did Gingling get bought up by Anheuser-Busch as well? Inside the CEI
4: system, pushing towards, to endorse, uh, pushing companies to endorse celebrities like Dylan Mulvaney. The reason they're doing this is because BlackRock has already instituted the CEI credit score system for these companies. The more woke they go, the more backing they get from companies like BlackRock. So how do we stop that? Fuck you, BlackRock. Fuck you, Anheuser-Busch. Fuck you, DEI woke pieces of shit. Oh, they re-branded woke, it. Now it's C-E-I. CEI. Yeah, I know, because it's cultural. Mm-hmm. Cultural.
5: Cultural equity and inclusion.
4: Executives at companies like Nike, Anheuser-Busch, Kate Spade, whose brand endorsements have turned controversial trans influencer, Dylan Mulvaney. It hasn't even gone through the procedure yet. I don't think you should technically be allowed to consider yourself a tranny until you cut your dick off. At that point, you can consider yourself a fucking eunuch for all I give a shit for. Because you are. You're not a man or a woman. You're a fucking it.
5: He's still a gay man. He, just he likes, still likes it. And yes. He dresses up in women's clothes in order to try and get some fame and money. He is so a grifter.
4: The the advocacy group Human Rights Companion Index introduced a 100 point corporate equity index score for companies and their five inclusivities. Number one, workforce protection. You get five points possible. No discrimination for employment or sexual orientation or gender identity. Hmm. I don't know, guys. Last time I went to Armalite, I didn't hear them putting any credit scores down like that on the fucking on the guns they were building. I personally normally when you see a building built like that, it falls over in a week. Just saying. Normally, when you walk by the building and guys are cussing and swearing at each other, that bitch will hang around for fucking all of time.
5: Was that what happened to the federal courthouse in Savannah? Probably not. Because the third floor collapsed.
4: Well, actually, it probably did. It probably lasted for, what, 200 years now. That courthouse has been around for a hot minute. So, yeah, there are probably a bunch of dudes saying, hey, fuck you, you stupid fucking douche. Get that shit. And people heard that from the street. And they said, man, that building's going to stand forever. The second one, inclusive benefits for employees, 50 points possible. No discrimination for employment. Uh, I'm sorry, criteria here includes providing health care for sex on sex couples. What does that mean?
5: Um, Mon- Monkeypox pox sexing we're,
4: we're, we're sexing on sexing right now
5: sex on sex couples
4: is is that does, does that include us now do I get a gender score is that what I get supporting number three is supporting an inclusive culture yes including general neutral dress codes and trans inclusive restrooms and facilities policy throughout the building hmm. corporal social responsibility 20 points possible yeah marketing or advertising lgbtq consumers which would include brands like nike bud lights used to transgender gender spokesperson dylan mulvaney that's how you get a max of 20 points and then responsible shit citizenship points dedicated to this company's gives back to the community blah 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 Can,
5: do, do you see what i'm saying yes cisco now the nike thing is there he's He's literally wearing a woman's sports bra and leggings to work out, and uh, f- for Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know.
4: And he—he's got no tits. Mm-hmm. He's not gone through any procedure. It has not gone through any procedure. It's taking hormones.
5: I, Good I don't, fucking job, you fucking twat. I don't think it's taking hormones. <laughs> <laughs> Play the play the find out video now that, that first one because it's fucking hysterical.
4: It didn't work. Yeah, that one. Now I'll play this one.
5: This is an Oklahoma. God bless them too. Mm-hmm. This is classic. Rolling downhill
8: like a snowball headed for a hill.
4: A chance for the flag of- Now, look, I, I think these are cool, and I like watching these. Uh-huh. Literally, I'd rather watch you all pour them out. Seriously. And the reason is... But that would require that you buy them first. Well, no. I mean, if you have them, just pour them out. Just make a video of you pouring them out. Because you got to clean up all that shit, after all. What are you going to do with it? You know, don't get me wrong. God bless Kid Rock. I love him to death. And what he did was absolutely epic and hysterical. And I thought about the same thing. I thought about lining up like four or five Bud Lights if I still had them, which I don't. But I thought about lining them up and just putting we a bullet had them. right through them. That was That was kind of my point. That was my idea.
5: And now we're back to lagging again. What the fuck?
4: I have no idea. Anyway. Dude. it's just my ran on that. I just think it's bullshit. Mm. I think Before we start casting stones at anybody else, Mm -hmm. we all need to do a little fucking self, uh, I guess, realization and realize that we're at war. Mm -hmm. We're not. There's not just a little bit of combat going. No, 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 no. We're at war right now. They have our prisoners. In the revolution, when they took prisoners, when King George took prisoners, there would be a parlay in which the commander of the of the American forces and the commander of the British forces would meet, and they would talk about prisoner exchange, things like that. Hey, we're gonna trade prisoners, okay. Maybe that's the type of conversation we need to go up to Capitol Hill with. Maybe what we need to do is put about a million people on the street, walk up to Capitol Hill, knock on the door ever so politely, And say, maybe we need to have a parlay about prisoner exchange. And then when they ask what prisoners, we just point. We point right back at them. Say, you're not leaving here until those people are set free in that building down the street. Maybe that's what we do. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? What else is going to get people's attention? They're coming after fucking Jim Jordan, for Christ's sake. The DA. Alvin Bragg's fat fucking ass got up and filed a lawsuit against Jim fucking Jordan. You
5: want to go there? Okay. You can go
6: there.
4: Are we fucking for real right now? The guy that's trying to put Trump in jail is trying to stop the American people from finding out why he's trying to put Trump in jail. When did Alvin Bragg become bigger than the U.S. people? I thought Alvin Bragg was elected by the U.S. people. Therefore, Alvin Bragg should have to answer to our Congress, because our Congress is asking questions. Oh, and that's a body comprised of the U.S. people, by the U.S. people, for the U.S. people. Hmm. Uh,
5: before we get into that, let's do our tribute. Why? Because. Because. Because we have Tanya Joy coming on at seven fifteen. Who? Uh, Glenn and Tanya Joy, we talked about it last night, remember? Whatever. Always trying to fuck up shit. I was on a roll. I know you were. And we'll get back to your roll in just a moment.
4: After him, yeah.
5: Plenty stoned. Good, Mm -hmm. thanks.
4: Yeah, get it ready. Light it up.
5: Here you go. Justin will be proud of you. How's the homegrown taste?
4: Tasted fine earlier when I was smoking it earlier.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, got some homegrown. Bear wrestling belt bullshit. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm just pissed because I'm tired of hearing people. Everybody comes out and says, oh, there's no war. This is an information No, it's not an information war. If this were an information war, we would still be fucking slinging slangs and doing shit over the Internet. This is not an information They took prisoners. That's not an information war anymore.
5: We were in an information war before the election at the start of COVID. That ended on January 6th.
4: I, I just I I hate people that say that we're in an inf- No, we're not in if we're in an information war. Then you know, January six guys. What did they?
5: What what do they means? Stuck in jail. Shit, Mister Hall. At this point, we'll do it for ninety nine dollars as long as you provide the weed. <laughs>
4: Hey, <laughs> actually, for $0.99, cents, dude, I'll be honest with you. For $0.99, cents, you provide the weed, and we'll fuck with anyone. With, yeah, I'll we'll smoke smoke. with anyone. And throw midgets. Damn skippy. I throw midgets for free. For fun. I hope he does. That would be hysterical, because uh, I know some of my buddies would be paying him a visit. Midgets live shattered. Ah, fucking sparky boy coming in with a ringer somebody call the lefty in we have one phone internet uh def said oh how is this for a royal screw over from xfinity we have one phone and internet and we wanted to get our wife and daughter their own new phones xfinity says they weren't allowed on the phone lines
5: any new phones or lines
4: wow hmm I'll bring the Cali wheat, Mister Hall said. Good shit. That's some good shit. You know she's bringing the real dope. We'll let you try some East Coast stuff too. You'll ask the question, why do white people make their gummies so, their edibles so strong? My car turned into a spaceship, and I'm not a space, I'm not an astronaut.
0: Come on, that was funny.
4: Her body bag. So uh, we do also, by the way, um, while I'm on, Mark, Jason Walker reached out to me and uh, we've got a guest we're going to be bringing on um, and oh, it's all because he, of him.
5: Did he get a hold of her?
4: Um, you
5: know who she is. So you talk about her. Yes. Whitney Webb. All right. I freaking love Whitney Webb. If y'all haven't... Oh, God. Um, in fact, I've got two of her books. It, she put out part one and part two of her book. Um, they've been sitting in my cart for a hot minute. I read them for like on Amazon, on Kindle, but I'm waiting on... I want to buy the hard copy too because it's one of those that you need to sit there and highlight everything. Make notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 She goes deep into all of the everything she goes deep 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 into the research so the badass part is
4: that mark jason walker knows her and uh through mark jason walker we are making a connection and we're going to be bringing her on and i'm going to try for a sunday so that way we can get a good four hour five hour block with her and we can go deep into wherever you guys want to go but that's kind of what we're looking at. So yep. it'll be about five weeks. She's got scheduling stuff already done all the way up for the next five weeks. So we're going to try and hit her up in about week six. So about July, maybe June, we'll, we'll, you should be seeing her interview coming up. So yeah, definitely want to be there for that Sunday. That will be an epic
5: interview. Or any freaking day. I really don't care.
4: Yeah, It really doesn't matter. Wendy, we'll, Wendy we'll have Whatever she wants. Yeah, we can go early for yeah. that. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I mean, I want to give her the amount of time that it would take for her to explain some of the shit she knows that she talks about so i we're we're looking forward to that one we appreciate it mark jason walker again um and we'll be getting in touch with you to finish out the details of that one
5: you guys good afternoon everybody i'm martha mccallum so breaking moments ago manhattan da alvin bragg who indicted the former president last week has now taken an extraordinary step he is suing Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan for what Bragg is calling a, quote, unconstitutional attack on his case against former President Donald Trump. We're going to have more in a moment on this breaking news with Senator John Kennedy. So stick around for that.
4: No, no, no. Hold on. Let's talk about this real quick. OK, what is Alvin Bragg exactly suing Jim Jordan for? He is suing Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan subpoenaed one of Alvin Bragg's fucking guys from his office to come down and testify in front of Congress. Okay.
5: Was he feeling left out?
4: No, no, stand by. And he felt that it eroded his ability to put on the right prosecution for Donald Trump. So he is suing... Jim Jordan, not for money, not because it was defamation of character or anything. He's suing him to stop it oh. so that the guy doesn't have to go down there.
5: Mm, fun times.
4: Well, what does that tell you? Just what does that tell you as an American? What does that tell you as a
5: person? Forget an American. Exactly, Leo, right there. I'm sure Jim Jordan will send him a very strongly worded letter. Bingo,
4: because that's all we do. We talk, we talk, we talk hard, but we
5: walk hard. Senator Kennedy talks the hardest and he's fucking hysterical, Yeah, but he's not. So let him throw in on this this, one. This is
4: the problem. He's not, we, we laugh at this. We make jokes about this, but we can't, we can't, we can't joke about it anymore. It's not about that anymore. That's the problem. We've been joking about it too long. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. Ha ha. What did it do? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Nope. You got a better chance of fucking Jesus coming back to life right now than you do of any of these motherfuckers in Congress doing anything.
5: I mean, we do kind of have a chance of fucking Jesus back to life. That's how it would happen, right? You'd fuck, and then someone would give birth to Jesus and come back to life? Maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying.
4: God didn't say how Jesus was going to come back. This is true. This is true. Just saying. He did say he'd be riding a white horse though, and on it, it will be named Death. You enjoy that one, however you want to look at it.
6: Announced his indictment. Uh, He was not impressive. I have read his indictment. Um, Legal scholars, much more um, qualified than I have, have criticized it as being an inferior document. Uh, I read it. It looked to me like as a legal product, someone knocked over a urine sample.
0: Okay.
4: Somebody pissed on a piece of paper.
5: That that, See, was, that would be the indictment.
4: That's just talk. Exactly. It's just talk. It doesn't...
5: It's always talk.
4: Talk, 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 talk I, I'm talk. done. It's always we do is talk. Um, one of the things...
5: Yes, Cisco. Kennedy is absolutely a joke.
4: You will know, you will find out, I, I don't, I can't stand people who can't make a decision and do something. I get frustrated and I get annoyed and I get angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm there. I'm there. We have done nothing for the January 6th guys. I have friends that are still sitting in jail right now. They're away from their families. They're away from their kids. They fought. They were wounded. Some of them, even like me, died for this country, came back to life. So this is no joke. We have done nothing. We talked about it. We've enlightened and informed. We've educated the talks done talks cheap. It is, it's fucking cheap. It is time that we stop talking. The only way these fuckers are going to learn to not do this again is we step on their. When you take your foot off the tiger's neck, what does the tiger do? Just question a serious question. If you've got a tiger, and you pin it to the ground with your foot on its neck. And eventually the tiger gets away from your foot. What happens to you?
5: Um normally you get the shit eaten out of you. Yeah, you're you're going to get smacked. There's no claws. more of this.
4: We're we've been talking too much. Talk is cheap. It's not going anywhere. We're not getting anything from it. This is The walk of life, so to speak. This is obviously how our country is meant to go. We're supposed to go up and down like a wave. We get up to a really high point in our society and then it starts to crash and all of this crazy shit starts happening. We're down here now. The wave has come through and we're on the way out because you got all the training shit going on, all the weird shit. This shit, you know, I saw a black male jerking and throbbing up and down and i won't play the video here i'm an eight-year-old i'm a fucking eight-year-old in school
5: oh i thought you were talking about the dalai lama
4: and this is good this is considered a good what did that child learn from having a dude's dick shoved in her face
5: how to get no homo good blow job
4: is that what she learned no homo
5: I mean, I, is that the game now? No homo? Oh, no homo, bro. I, I I, hear being a fluffer is a good way to get into the porn industry. But I, I mean,
4: seriously, health What does that do? This is the crazy shit. Where are the parents? Dude, if I found out that my kid was going through some stuff like that. Oh, uh, you guys would find out that I'm in jail. Because that wouldn't last long i would be in jail because i would go after everyone involved in that if i saw my son in the same situation in which that little girl was put in in a public school yep somebody would have to be bailing me out of jail because there'd be a lot of dead people because i could not i could not stand idly by and just let that happen and neither can you you all believe the same shit we've talked about it night after night
5: well here's some other shit that we need to talk about we'll
4: open it up because you're all about candle worms that never end
5: Mm -hmm. start with this one and move on to the next one will do all righty. This is some nasty shit uh, this is gonna right here. It's going to get worse. Blood it's, pressure's going up. It only gets
4: worse. Let me see. Hold on. Yep. It, I, I can't even feel an in-between beat. So, yeah, it's bad. It's normally bad when you can't feel the in-between beats.
0: Yeah, we learned a lot today. And remember, there are two investigations oversight committee uh, that George, Jim Jordan's on as well uh, that we're conducting. Joe Biden, the influence peddling and also his mishandling of classified documents. We brought Kathy Chung in today for a transcribed interview. And I want to thank Miss Chung publicly for working and cooperating with our committee and answering questions. We learned a lot. First of all, we learned uh, that uh, the documents didn't just uh, start mysteriously moving around in December of 2022 or November of 2022. 22, 22, like the White House has alleged, she said this dates back to May of 2022, that the documents were moved from the vice presidency to at least three different locations in a personal vehicle. And why they were in three different locations, we don't know. They weren't stored behind any lock. One of the locations was in Chinatown. Chinatown. Another location was in the Penn Biden Center, which might as well have been Chinatown by looking at where their money was coming from. And that the White House has never been honest with the American people. Remember, we never would have found out about this uh, in March of 2023 if someone hadn't leaked it to the press that (laughs) Biden was mishandling classified documents. So the White House then came back and said, yeah, that happened in November, December 2022. She just testified under oath that it happened in May of 2022. Mm. So there are more questions today than we've ever had. And this is ironically what the special counsel is apparently going after Trump next over. The next supposed indictment is going to be over his mishandling of classified documents. Look at what Joe Biden's done. We don't know how many locations he has. We don't know what those documents were. We're very suspicious that his son sent one of those in an email to Ukraine, to his buddies at Burisma, and yet we don't get any truthfulness out of the White House. This is another example of a two-tiered system of justice in America. So,
4: okay, you you just entered into another realm of possibilities here. Again, folks, how, how did our... I, I'm going to ask a very poignant question here, and I want you to think about this. And I want you to ask other people, okay? Thank you, observer. Uh, we appreciate the can. Really quick, though, I, I just want you to think about this, really, just on the upshot, because I, I, this is, makes me angry. Think about this. You have a president that's been asked a question by the American people. Who was he putting there by? Us. What, you rule in this country by the consent of What? The governed. Okay. So when you say something that goes completely against what the governed are saying, what is our recourse as American citizens?
5: Well, initially it's to uh, redress the government with our grievances. True. who? Through Congress, through our representatives. Through your representatives, right? Your mm-hmm. senators, your, yeah, your, your, uh, your specifically state assemblymen. your
4: congressmen. Yes, correct. Yeah. Specifically your congressmen. Yes. You redress your grievances through go- Congress, which mm-hmm. never made any sense to me for the longest mm-hmm. time. And it still doesn't. And the reason why it doesn't make any sense to me is really who holds the power in Washington. A lot of people, if you look at political spectrums, if you look, no, if you look at political spectrums, and you look at the Congress and the Senate, yeah, they're both kind of important. The Senate holds more power than the Congress does. Think about it. There's a total of 101 senators. 100. 100, 100 senators. Two from each state. Okay? Two from each state. They have the subpoena power, both criminally and just to have you testify in front of Congress. That's... Where Congress, the the, the House, derives their subpoena power from. Their subpoena power does not come from the federal government. It comes from the Senate. The Senate granted Congress limited subpoena power. So when we were talking about money, you could pull people in front of Congress that could answer questions about money. Hmm. Where's Congress going these days? Because man, I've seen people subpoenaed for all sorts of things in front of Congress. Mm-hmm. I saw what happened to uh, what's his name who ignored the subpoena from Congress, and he got thrown in jail. Who the Trump guy? Uh, what's his Steve name? Steve Bannon. Yeah, no, not Steve Bannon. The other uh, no it was the other one that we met.
5: Who Roger Stone? Yeah,
4: Roger Stone. He ignored the subpoena and got thrown in jail.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, they they raided his house at like 5 o'clock in the morning So, with with CNN crews there.
4: Serious question, though. If the government has that type of power, what's to stop them from raiding your alls house? Nothing. What's to stop them from raiding, let's just say, let's just say not y'all's house. Let's just say my house, because my house is where this podcast comes from. So let's just say they raid my house. What are y'all going to do? Let's say they take us out. What are y'all going to do? Are you guys going to just sit idly by, twiddle your thumbs,
5: chew your bubble gum, hope to God that nothing bad happens? I will will say I have a a just-in-case stream set up that I can access from my phone or the computer or wherever so uh if someone does show up at the house all i have to do is go into Streamyard on my phone and stream live everywhere Good. to whatever but happens. I,
4: I'm, I'm i'm serious have you guys asked your, yourselves that i mean have you asked yourselves that what can we do what can you do yeah what can you do <laughs> that's a great question what can you do we can't talk about on this true story I'm dead serious. Only because I know what the government's capable of. Look, I'm not a retard. This is not a hard thing to do. What can we do? You're right. You bring up a good point. I'd love to teach you what I know, but I can't. You want to know why? Because if we talk about it on this, A, we're going to get in trouble. B, They're going to come here and they're going to arrest me. And Z, you all will get arrested too. And I don't want to see that happen. So I ask it every day. Jay Roden, fine. I agree. There is some things you can do. Do me a favor, all of you. Everybody, all my P1s, all the people that come in here every day that you wait for our little announcement that we're going live or something. Even if you don't wait for it. Even if you're just there and you're, ready to go do me a favor think a little bit more logically about why we're bringing glenn in glenn is a guest which means he's not a normal person on this show which means it's going to avoid a lot of certain radar beacons that we're not going to hit than if i was sitting there talking about it okay This is something you've got to think about. You have to think about it. You have to sit back, put on your brain cap, and listen to what we're saying. Because think about this in a military operation. That's the way I'm going to put it. Okay. There's a reason for it. Because when you replace certain words with platoon or company or battalion, because listen,
5: or brigade. Now you're talking about forces. We're not. Glenn isn't recreating the wheel. He's not saying anything else that other people haven't been saying for the last two years, three years. Sure, it's a new idea to march on Pfizer. But, I, you know, you can do that with anyone anywhere. Right. But getting organized, going local. Following the lead of what Alberta is doing or has done. Um that's forming rough. communities at home. This isn't new. <coughs> so why are we pushing it now? Think about that. Why are we telling you now to go out and find five people in your local community that think like you do and to have them find five people that think like y'all do? Think about it this way. Okay, let me give you a, I, I'm going to do the same thing you just said.
4: i'm going to put it in a history lesson for y'all okay this is your history lesson for tonight in 1774 there was a thought that was brought up amongst the american colonists they said hey what happens if the natives rise up and come after us which had happened before the huron indians were not considered the nicest of the nice all right hurons murdered a lot of americans for literal little to no reason uh don't, don't get me wrong the huron weren't wrong in what they were doing because all they were doing was protecting their land. However, they murdered a lot of Americans and there was a lot of Americans that kind of took it on the chin, but they realized what they were doing wrong and they fixed it. And what they were doing wrong was disrespecting or desecrating sacred lands to the Huron. They realized that they were guests in a foreign world. They knew they were they try to make that's why we have thanksgiving they try to make friends made a big deal out of it they had a big meal hey look we're not we're not placating this Told another 250 years later when we gave you a bunch of fucking blankets that were laced with fucking smallpox but uh, that
5: wasn't 250 years later that was like five years later no
4: was not okay it it was like it was like 50 years later okay minus that but outside of that they were trying to make it right they were like look we understand we're guests here we get it peace first they showed them how to farm how to live off the land what to eat what not to eat what to smoke what not to smoke think about that huh Mm -hmm. indians were showing the settlers how to smoke weed because weed was abundant here it was all over the country Mm -hmm. so moving forward to today back then there was no internet Back then there were none of these, there were no stupid phones. There was none of that shit. There wasn't podcasts. There wasn't TV. There wasn't shit to take your mind off of what you had to do out in the garden or out in the field when you had to plow a field. No, it's just you and your thoughts. But when you were done thinking like that, you went to fucking the bar. People came to your house. You exchanged ideas. In that exchange of fluent ideas, which happened more than one occasion and more than one place, a lot of the times it happened at bars where the big ones were. But 90% of the time, the bars weren't open late enough for these people to be there. So what did they do? They met at their homes. Hey, you want to do a Patriot revival? Let's do it at my house. Dead serious. Y'all come down here to Savannah. We'll have a good time. Mm Mm-hmm why because i want to see every single face i want to see every eye i want to know exactly where you stand i want to know which side of this line you're going to stand on when the fucking the metal hits the road are you going to be on this line or are you going to be over here you want to do a patriot? let's do it but let's do it where we're going to charge nobody nothing and guess what you come here you just stay you're my guest i will do everything for you that's the way guests are supposed to be treated because that's what the indians did to the settlers so I ask you, again, Come on over, Griff. this is where we've got to figure the shit out, folks. We're well past talking. Talking's done. It's worthless. Mm-hmm. Just because I can string a couple words together, <laughs> fucking retirement. Barely. Fucked up beyond all repair. That is what FUBAR stands for. Because we really are right now. There's nothing we can do. I don't see, I, I don't see a way out of this. We have fucked ourselves so hard because we've let go the first 36 prisoners of this war. We already have. We've already given them up. They're in the belly of the beast. Seriously. Mm -hmm. We've already given them up. The January 6th are still sitting in jail.
5: Oh, and and all 'all, y'all... QA and and Sparky, I know you were hoping that you were going to get to come on vacation now or, you know, stay and actually fly into the United States unvaccinated. Since as of yesterday, it's gone last night, our Biden released the COVID emergency. However, today, that's not actually the case. Hmm. Okay, this is. Ridiculous. More infringements on our rights. Just so, saying. So this comes from um, Ballywick News, uh, Catherine Watts, Substack. Biden rescinding Trump Biden proclamation 9994 under 1976 National Emergencies Act does not terminate, as are Becerra's, public health emergency authorities under 1983 PHE amendment to the 1944 PHSA. It's a lot of legal terms. However, Becerra and his, success, his successors will extend the PHE until they no longer need it to kill people with pseudo-legal impunity, or until Congress, federal judges, or states repeal or nullify the enabling acts, which will never happen. A re- reader emailed today linking to a February 9th, 2023 Health and Human Services fact sheet, COVID-19 public health emergency transition roadmap, and asking questions about the le- legal effects of Biden's recent signature on how... House Joint Resolution 7. HJR uh, 7, relating to a national emergency declared by the president on March 13th, 2020, resolved by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress, assembled that pursuant to Section 202 of the National Emergencies Act. The national emergency declared by the finding of the president on March 13th, 2020, and Proclamation 99.4 is hereby terminated. So Biden signed that yesterday, right? The House announced that it passed through the Senate on March 29th by a 68-23 margin with 21 Democrats joining 47 Republicans to support the measure. Four Republicans and five Democrats did not cast a vote and 23 Democrats voted against the short resolution, which was introduced by Paul Gosar. Okay. So the reader asks, does the PHE actually expire? It appears they are extending most of the PHE provisions with other mechanisms, including free vaccine and PrEP Act protection. Can you tell whether the HHS Secretary tyranny powers are being released on May 11th? And Catherine Watts's reply, no. The HHS Secretary-PHE powers are not terminated on May 11th. There are at least three interlocking frameworks for the consolidation of power in executive hands during declared emergencies. The 1976 National Emergencies Act, which was the one that was rescinded. The, uh, just in the COVID emergencies, the 1988 Stafford Act and the 1944 Public Health Service Act as amended in 1983 to add the Public Health Emergencies PHE program.
4: Now, now let me, can I jump in here? Please. Really quick, mm-hmm. this is why um, it's time to turn new leaf in this country. Mm-hmm. Because when we go back to the basic form of the constitution, these acts, all that shit's gone. No, no, no. There's no extra authority. You don't get to disadvantage states because you're the federal government. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. They are turning this around and using this against states such as Florida, Georgia, any of the red states out there. And they will push their powers on the red states that refuse to get vaccinated, that refuse to mask, that refuse to do any of the social distancing and refused all COVID guidelines. And they will use this against them. Now they can pinpoint it more. Now they can stranglehold one state to make them break.
5: Watch. Well, interesting because um, so the current HHS, HHS secretary Xavier Becerra recently and very quietly extended his public health emergency authority and derivative emergency use authorization power using a slightly different wording through a federal register notice effective March 15th of 2023. Yep. The HHS secretary, him or herself, Becerra or a successor, is the only person authorized to extend the PHE and terminate his own emergency powers in less than until Congress repeals the Enabling Acts, the entire act. Well, federal that, judges nullify the, uh, uh, the Enabling that's, Act that's sounds and very, or state government nullify the Enabling Act to block the Ill- illegitimate exercise of federal authority at their own state borders.
4: That sounds very tyrannical. Doesn't it, though? Extremely tyrannical. It, though? From a secretary to say, no, 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 nope. you can't remove my, no, 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 motherfucker, you work for me, cocksucker. Therefore, I can remove your authorities at will, per se, at will, with the majority of the vote. As long as this country agrees on it. You work for me, you stupid cocksucker. It's not the other way around. And see, this is our problem. You got a bunch of fucking fat headed, fucking stupid politicians that live in Washington, D.C. that think that you, you, everybody out there, you work for them. I don't know about you all. But when somebody turns that shit around and says that I work... No, nah, 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 motherfucker, you're wrong.
5: So, according because to
4: Dictator Becerra... I'll come knock on your door.
5: There is a public health emergency that has a significant potential to affect national security or the health and security oh, oh, of the United States citizens so like living that? abroad. What's that? That uh, and, and that the emergency involves a new novel coronavirus first detected in Wuhan City. So... So Another was, virus, No, no, no. Out. That was the original. Okay. That was the original. Okay. Now, as of March 15th, he said, uh, Becerra said, there is a public health emergency or a significant potential for a public health emergency that affects or has a significant potential to affect national security or the health and security of United States citizens living abroad, which means that you still need a jab to come into the United States. Or
4: white fragility. One of the
5: two. You got it. And as such... Uh, just right along those lines. Go ahead and play this because this it's sticking on the screen. This is gonna all right now. Now, do, you, do y'all remember? Do y'all remember right before the pandemic? Not just event to a one but fauci coming out and saying that there would be a pandemic during trump presidency yes, you remember that I, I remember you remember that, that? let's yep. not memory hold that you remember I, that? i'm not old enough to not forget that okay this happened today
1: okay we, we do need more money but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually we need more money to plan for the second pandemic there's going to be another pandemic
4: Whoa. Whoa, what'd you say, Joe? Wait, wait, play, wait. That play that again. Play that again. Wait a minute. No, no, no. No, there's not.
1: The second pandemic, there's going to be another pandemic. Oh. Need more money to fan for the second pandemic. Need more money to fan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. Need more money to fan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic.
5: We need more money to fan for the second pandemic because there's going to be another pandemic. Wow. Oh, yeah.
4: Joe, you're a horrible liar. You I suck know. so bad. <sighs> Your mom, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like a your mom joke. This mm-hmm. is a repeating your mom joke over mm-hmm. and over again. I know. It's just getting horrible. I know. Your mom's so retarded. Yep. She held the phone upside down and still dialed 911.
5: Okay. Well, let's see what Cash Patel had to say about- Fuck, uh, okay, I hate him Yeah, too. I know. I hate- Oh, you just closed him out anyway. Oh, did I? You did. Which one was that one? I don't fucking know. No, we already played that one. Um, Let's see. No, Here it is. Up, 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 that one. There it is. Because,
4: yeah, you know, he's another sellout.
5: If you guys haven't heard about this, uh, apparently these internal classified or secret or top secret documents. We're on a fucking Minecraft server since January. Well,
4: hold on. It gets worse than that. And on Telegram. I, they found another set today. And and uh, on
5: Twitter. And the DOJ. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Where hold did on. we get
4: booted from? Where did we get booted from? Twitch? No, with the what? Tommy G shit. Uh, Discord. Discord. That's where it all started. It started on Discord? Yes. Not even on like 4chan? Nope. Or someplace... 33 pages were originally released on Discord. Discord. Yes. So if you're still a Discord member and you have access to those documents, if you would do me a favor and grab those up and throw those at me so I can take a look at them, because I've been reading the other ones that I found that they released on both Twitter and on Telegram.
5: Which the DOJ reached out to Twitter and was like, can you please take these down? And And you know what Elon did? Oh, yeah, because you can totally erase things from the internet. Okay, that's going to happen. Elon Um, was like... He was being completely facetious, by the way. Yeah.
4: But if you find that shit on Discord, if you would, do me a favor, just send it to me. I'm trying to just look at the documents. We've been permanently banned from Discord. Yeah, I can't can't get in there. I
5: unfortunately completely dropped the Drewski server. Like, I... I'm sorry, Drewski. I still love, I love you. I hope you still love me too. because He probably I, doesn't. I know. His whole I destroyed his cut. entire server. It's terrible.
4: I know, Mark. Don't anyway. remember. Don't, rem, don't memory hold me. Dude, so, I, I know how to do this, bro. I got it. Trust me. I got six different <laughs> ways from Sunday to get it. Trust me. I got already the first set. Now, I'll tell you right now. I got the first set, folks. They said that they were look like they had been marked up. Or... Um, a,
5: yeah, or changed, changed.
4: Or altered or whatever. First of all, let me tell you where these documents came from. All right. Because in the top left corner and when I get the rest and I put everything together in a neat little slideshow, I'll throw it up there for you. But one of the first things I noticed, this came directly from the office of the Sec- uh, Joint Secretary of Defense. This came directly from the JCS office. Millie's office. This came from Millie's office. You want to know why Millie's resigning?
5: Because this shit, came this out of shit his all office. came
4: out of his office. Yep. All right. Every last bit of it came out of his fucking office. And I can tell you right now, I almost think that Millie is doing this to, I think it's an amnesty ploy, to be honest with you. I think he sees the writing on the fence. I think he knows where he fucked up. And I think he's about to see that we don't give a fuck but go figure this government dropped some documents at the same time. There's a bunch of other shit going on in the background with not only Joe Biden,
7: but Hunter
4: is about to get the old plunger in the butt because I don't know if you heard about what happened in Congress today, but there's a whole lot
5: of shit that old
4: boy uncovered today that
5: well, Hunter's in Ireland on vacation with the family. Yeah, I heard that he flew on air force one. They confirmed it from air force one that Hunter was on the
4: plane two u.s marshals on vacation with them oh yeah yeah why would you send two u.s marshals unless you were planning on arresting someone? only
5: marshals have the authority to arrest the president or
4: the president's son mm. there were two marshals on the flight that went over to ireland very interesting easy. why
5: would you have marshals on air force one there's lots of secret service you don't need marshals shouldn't they be at the border running migrants into the country no no, that's border patrol no but they pulled all the u.s the air marshals and put them at the border to run migrants and remember
4: remember that story i told you was about to break yeah give it two more days okay you're about to hear something holy shit mind dropping you're gonna laugh your ass off you're all gonna get a good laugh and you'll say oh they called this okay it will be funny trust me all right you say so. This is amazing. But 90% of the documents I've seen right now and it's not a lot. I'm seeing about 10. They're yep. all classified secret no foreign 5 eyes related. Mm. Um that means all of our sister countries, all of our other countries that we are associated with, we can share this information with them. But not Have with it? the general public. I haven't seen a lot of numbers like what they were talking about. That's why I'm hoping that somebody who's got some discord contacts can still get some of that shit for me because that would be awesome because then I'd like to see, see the numbers. Secret. that's what I want.
5: That's see. an interesting question. Can the U.S. Marshals arrest people away from the U.S. border in a yes, plane? Yes, they can.
4: Yes, they can. On Air Force One yes, that they is can.
5: considered U.S. Territory, considered, most U- definitely. US
4: territory. They most certainly can. Yep you have to realize the second that plane's up in the air and the fucking wheels are off the ground they can put cuffs on anybody they fucking want because that's US you're over international waters that's US uh, domain it's considered domain piracy law yeah you're on it you own it basically that's anyway, what it means
5: so let's uh we'll let
4: them go we'll let this douchebag try to explain this such shit a I know so well no cash is He's a gift grifter.
5: He is a grifter. He is a grifter. hundred percent. He has
4: been doing nothing but making money off of your backs. Yep. Look, folks, you can say whatever you want about No, us. Perry,
5: a sheriff does not have the ability to arrest a president. Yes, he
4: does. Yes, they do. A they, sheriff has yes, the ability to yes, arrest a president? yes, yes, they do. They most certainly do. If sheriffs knew their power, they would be fucking amazed. The sheriff does because what holds more power than the federal government? The The state government. Guess what? A sheriff is proclaimed by the state. Therefore, he holds more power than the federal government. A sheriff can most certainly arrest the president of the United States. Okay. The only other people that can do it are the U.S. Marshals. Most sheriffs won't do it because they are elected. But the U.S. Marshals, they're not elected. They're appointed. They will do it without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. Well, I hope. I don't know these days. Yeah, you know sad. how the the blue the blue seal is these days it kind of, you know, waves a little little weird over there. Cobs gotten weird these days. Funny how that happens.
11: Kiev's air shield may be in peril. This is a massive intelligence leak uh, that now the Justice Department, the FBI is investigating. And what's what's so stunning about it is there have been previous intel leaks, as you know, whether it's WikiLeaks and other things that are about things that happened months or years ago. But some of this intel is so fresh. It's from within like the last 30 days and appears that someone had access to intel that the Joint Chiefs staff had at the Pentagon and may have gotten it out and taken pictures of it and started, putting it out on like a telegram channel this is a big deal talk about the significance yeah I'm so glad we're covering this because last week when this was first breaking so many news reporting agencies said it was fake news it was false it was um uh not a leak that we should be worried about and now Monday morning after Easter weekend we have a tragic leak of national security intelligence national defense information from the DOD which if public reporting is correct involves not just the Ukraine and the war efforts there but China, our number one adversary. And not just that either, but what they are doing around the world to um, attack American interests. This is highly classified intelligence. As a former deputy director of national intelligence in charge of the IC, any leak of classified information is damaging. But one such as this, which is only accessible by a few people, and Ed, as you highlighted, a few people covering very recent intelligence reporting that was in, released almost at a live time feed to people in the media. And we don't know anything about it. And we haven't reverse engineered it. And DOJ, DOJ is now just saying, oh, we're going to look at it. This is just a tragic failure of intelligence from the Biden administration. Yeah, really embarrassing yeah, for this it, White I mean, House.
10: I wonder how many of these sort of oversight, yeah, like oh you know, they're overlooking things. I'm wondering how much of it is intentional. Well, and I hate that I think that, but it just seems so strategic on their part to dismantle. Well, but also, what
11: about the fact that that's fair point? And the fact that these Intel agencies, as you know better than anyone, Cash, spend so much time chasing Russia, 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 and right. fake collusions and conspiracy theories. How about focus on what's real here? And this is really damaging. And that's just it. And here's the here's the even worse part than the leak. They're saying, oh, some of the documents could have been doctored. Well, the United States government's job when an intel leak of this magnitude occurs is to get out in front of it and make sure our allies know whether or not that's our information and shut it down. So if China and Russia, who constantly make up intelligence about America and revert and run reverse engineering schemes, um, are put down before they capitalize on this leak and they're saying nothing. Mm -hmm. It took them a week to basically say it was an actual intelligence leak. And now they're saying the DOJ is just getting up and running. And listen. The DOJ is going to take about two years to find nothing because they don't actually want to prosecute classified intelligence leaks the way you're supposed to do it. So we are damaged both internally from a government position and our foreign adversaries are loving this because whether doctored or not, they're going to use it to their advantage down the road.
4: Now, Cash, you know, uh One of the things I think I said before was Vivek Ramaswamy was the one who the January 6th prisoners were reaching out to. It wasn't Vivek. It was cash. It was cash. It was cash and Donald Trump. All right? This is why I don't like cash. All right? He put a lawyer in there right now that is literally grifting off of all of the January 6th supporters. She's making money off of being there. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. Fucking bullshit. All right? First of all. Second of all, you just heard him. He's an intelligence guy. I We lie. I, I'll be the first one to tell you we lie. It's part of our job. He lies to you. I don't believe that motherfucker as far as I can throw. Him. I couldn't trust him. If we were in a fucking sinking ship and he told me he plugged the hole, I'd have to go back behind him and make sure he plugged it. I'm dead serious. I can't trust him. Nope. Nope, not after I see what's going on with the January 6th, guys. I'm sorry. And the fact that as Americans, we are letting this happen to our own people. That drives me even more nuts. Because what happens when I'm in jail, folks? I, I'm being dead serious about this. What happens when I'm in jail? Um, that's a great question. Are, are you guys going to come for me?
5: Probably not.
4: That's that's where my problem is, because honestly, I think if I go to jail, nobody's coming for me. I think I'm on my own. Like, hey, hope your check counts good. Hope you got some lawyers, Mick. Hope you got shit straight. It's what it feels like a lot, but I wonder because we see this shit from Cash, we see this shit from the other guys, and man, I'm not real happy with it.
5: Well, I'll play this. Glenn Greenwald clip real quick.
12: Hmm. I'm not at all suggesting this was a disinformation campaign planted by U.S. operatives. I'm genuinely not suggesting that. But I'm also not ready to buy into this narrative that the media is feeding us at the behest of the intelligence community that these documents are confirmed to be authentic and they're somehow so destabilizing to the U.S. government. Let's look at the ones that would most plausibly be described as damaging to the U.S. government. These are the ones the media is touting. Now, here is a document that purports to show that Native, that NATO countries have special forces deployed to specific parts of Ukraine, and it actually details the specific countries.
4: Okay, since he's got this up on the screen, I've seen
5: this one. Yeah.
4: This is a real document.
5: We have special forces in look, Ukraine.
4: Look, no, this is a JCS update. He's wrong about that. This is a joint chiefs of staff update. It's a daily update. I've seen these before. Okay. I used to work for the J35 staff, mm-hmm. all right, in the Army, not in the joint staff in the Army. We would get these slides in the morning. we transpose these slides and put them in the Army slides in the afternoon for the joint chiefs of the Army. Okay? Now, that's a real slide. If you look up there to the top left, right here, if you look where my cursor is pointing right now, okay, mm-hmm. that's a Joint Chiefs emblem mm-hmm. because that's a $60 badge. I've got the Army one. The Army one's only 50 bucks. But the, the, the Joint Chiefs one is $60 because it's got real silver in it. This is the 345 daily update for D plus 370, which is 370 days past D-Day. D-Day was the day that Russia invaded Ukraine. So if you actually add that up, I did the math. You go back 370 days. That's actually the start of the war.
5: February 24th of 2022.
4: Correct. If you go over here and you zoom in, you have to zoom in on this crap. It takes a little bit. And then you've got to make out the blurred, you know, Mm -hmm. grayscale freaking little bits in there. But once you do, you'll see numbers over here for uh, soldiers in preparation. And then down here is all the on the ground stuff, which always makes me wonder when I see a list like that of on the ground shit, that means we've got, we've got people in country right now performing operations.
5: That's what I just said. Which makes me wonder. We have special Because
4: (laughs) nobody's been told
5: about that here in America. Because you were supposed to go hunting with your boys in December and they are still not back. Yep. They're in a long road. They have been gone for a hot minute. and normally they're a 90 day tour, yep. h- gone and home. Yep. So
9: they've been gone for about they've been gone for, months.
5: they've been gone for 120 days yep. now. Yep. And that is not a standard deployment for special, for, for Delta. No. No. Not for CAG. No. All right. Keep going with her. Tell me over there. That have special
12: forces in Ukraine, including the United States, and purports to show their location. Again, we're not showing you anything that hasn't been all over the Internet and that isn't being talked about in every journalistic outlet. So here you see on the side, let me just uh, highlight that for you here, right here, the number of NATO special forces in Ukraine. And there you see it says the U.S. has 14,000, Great Britain has 50,000, France 15,000, Latvia 17,000. I'm sorry, it's not 14,000, it's 14 units, or 14 special forces. Germany, 50, France, 15, Latvia, 17, the Netherlands, 1, for a total of 97, and it purports here to show their locations um, in terms of what their bases are in those native countries. And I guess that's supposedly something that's supposed to be incriminating to the United States, as though people didn't know that the...
4: okay. So, first of all, this guy's wrong. All right. Of course he is. So when you say PAX, PAX is one personnel. So a PAX is a personnel. So when you say 14 PAX, there's 14 personnel. So there's 14 US personnel. However, what he's talking about and what he's encircling is, is a that huge one team? part of fucking Europe. Yes, it is one team. And what he's really re- referring to is this little spot right here in Ukraine where they actually are. Okay. They're actually in Ukraine. Yeah. We have a team. You have a team. How many Americans are aware of a special forces team that's currently deployed to Ukraine? Your team's in Ukraine right now. No.
5: No. Your guys aren't in Ukraine? No, because there would be a lot more. And that's not it'll be more than 14. Yes. So you think that what that's a SEAL team, maybe? No, I think that's a
4: special forces A team. Okay. Twelve men is a special forces A team with two with two. With an MI teams. and an interpreter. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a a special forces A-team right there. That's what they would be briefed on. They wouldn't be briefed on what we're doing because our stuff is above that.
5: Yeah, that's direct from the president. I gotcha. Okay. Well, hey, the whole crew's here. We got Glenn, Ray, and Tanya Joy is joining us tonight as well. So we're going to jump over to that. Yes. And we're going to add them to the stream. Glenn's here. Tanya's here. And Ray's here. Hello. How are y'all doing? Hi,
13: good. How are you?
5: Good. We have like a 10 second lag going on yeah, here. Yeah, so our computer's I don't know what's up, going so on, but I got to turn some stuff off. Yeah, That's all right. We
4: but, do that every time to time.
5: Yes, absolutely. Anyway. Okay. So, how's it going?
14: It's great. Glad to be back. Got, a, got some comments from last night. So, we'll cover those a little later because we do want to give this focus right now for Tanya. She can yeah. only be with us uh, for 15 minutes. go for uh, it
4: we'll uh, give her the time
14: i i i I, I met tanya uh uh, just over a week ago uh as part of the uh our glory uh uh, revival that occurred in east texas Mm -hmm. and uh uh so i was i was there so as a, a um both both to go around and see what was going on i'd gotten the invitation from from pastor dave uh to come for the day and so i met a lot of the players and making a lot of linkages because Unity is, is is gold. So uh, Tanya was, was one of those featured, including uh, singing our national anthem. And um, I want to uh, introduce her, let her uh, indicate some of her background and how her themes tie with us and some of the other things she does also.
5: Yes, Tanya, I, you know what? I, I knew I recognized your name. I have heard you sing before. You have a beautiful voice.
13: Oh, thank you.
5: hmm that's so tell
13: awesome.
5: tell us a little bit about yourself and uh and what what brought you to uh fighting for our freedom.
13: Yeah, man, isn't that the big question, right? Um my my background and the re- and the reason I'm singing many places is that that's kind of the main thing I do. I've been singing since I was about 3 and um I'm also an actress and so I I sing and act and always thought that I'd be on Broadway or performing with Disney of all places. And um, then life took a turn. I became a mom and was raising three children and very much asleep to the reality of our world. And then 2020 hit and the lockdown started. And I remember thinking, this is the strangest thing ever. I remember back when 9-11 happened, starting to question some things and I didn't know anybody who also questioned those things. So when I would bring certain things up, like you know, I'm starting to read about the Bush family or different things that I don't know, I'm getting a little, you know, questioning about things. Everybody that I was surrounded by just said you're crazy, you know. And so I didn't have any way to know whether what I was thinking was right or wrong, and I just dismissed it and kept on with life. Um, I had little babies at the time, so you know, it was kind of like life was was overwhelmed with being a mom. But when 2020 happened and the lockdown happened, um, it was about three weeks in and I started to three weeks into the lockdown and I started to actually wake up in the night around three in the morning and it was getting really annoying actually. And so one of the nights I started talking to God and I just said, like, is, can you tell me what's going on? Like what, I'm, why am I waking up? And so I'm one sorry, night, like, I
5: ask you, Tanya, hold, hold on one second. Were you woken up by the sound of a bell, like the most pure bell you've ever heard, almost like a gong? Like, was it a sound that woke you up at 3 a.m.? No, it was or someone just... saying your name or, or something like that.
13: Not that I remember. But now that you're asking me that, I'm going to have to go back and look through my journals because I always journal. Mm-hmm. And if you're really curious, I don't remember that. I just remember I would wake up and I would look at my clock and it would always be 3 o'clock yeah. or 3.13 yep. or or 3.30. It's yep. always between three and four in the morning.
5: Yeah. Yeah, because that happened to me around the same time. But it was, um, it was the sound of a bell, and I've been lo- I've I've been looking for people that have been woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of a bell, like a pure bell, almost like a gong. Uh, I found about a dozen so far that have heard the wow. same thing, um, or by your true name, which you've ever, if you've ever heard your true name, don't ever tell anyone because that's for you and you alone. But um, that's I love that. Yeah, that's happened as well. So anyway, I'm sorry I, to interrupt. Keep going. No,
13: totally. Yeah, totally do because I. I I can otherwise talk forever. So um, I'm going to have to look back though in my journal and see if, if maybe I did hear something. Cause I don't really remember at this point. I just know I started to have that happen and it happened enough to where I started to go, okay, this is unusual. Like it's the same time every night. And um, I did really hear, like I did hear God respond and say, come downstairs one of the nights. And so I did. And I, um, and as, as that happened, I, I started getting busy downstairs, like doing dishes. And I literally heard a voice and I believe it was the voice of God that said, you wanted me to talk to you. So come sit down and be quiet. So I went and sat down and then I heard the most profound thing. And it literally, I mean, I looked around, like I thought it was a voice. It, it was that clear. And it was basically that what you have known will never be again. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And I took that and thought that was personal because I was going through some personal stuff, you know, at the time. Um, And I think it was personal, but I a hundred percent believe that it was because of what we were getting ready to go through and what was happening in the world, because everything that could be shaken has been shaken for sure over the last three years. Um, And meanwhile, at that same time, Um, I, I ended up moving out of state as everything locked down in the state I'm in. I moved down South to Texas and somebody asked me if I would share my story, um, a little bit. And so I, I kind of shared just what had happened and my personal life. And out of that, someone asked if I would start a podcast and it's comical now because at the time I thought. I don't really know if I have anything to say. Like what am I going to talk about? Like once a, they wanted once a week and I thought I don't think I have enough to say for once a week. And so I started this podcast and it was literally the second show I did. I had Amanda Grace on mm-hmm. um who's a prophet and very yeah, I've met young. Amanda. Yeah,
5: okay. I, her husband has gone through a similar a uh, situation to Mick, although Mick is obviously a lot further along in his healing than her wow. husband is. So, yeah.
13: Wow. So, yeah, you know them. So I, I knew of her at the time because I had been listening to her. This was like right as so she and Pastor Dave ended up kind of connecting and they ended up doing grace and glory. But this was before that even started. And so um, but she had a huge following and I didn't think she would respond. She responded via Facebook. And said, sure. And I thought, what? And so she came on the show. Somebody saw that show, introduced me to um, somebody involved in the Reawaken America, Clay Clark. He came on the show and everything just started kind of growing. And, And then all of a sudden I started learning about the medical side of the tyranny that was going on. And I started learning about the vaccines and what was really in these vaccines. And this was all new to me. It was completely new. I did not know anything. So it was like drinking from a fire hose for maybe two years. And last year in January, so January of 2022, um, I got fired from my corporate job. I had worked corporate America. I've been a single mom. I had a really good job. Um, I was an analyst, my degrees in finance. So I'm like a market researcher anyway. I loved research. That's what I did for work. And um I got fired and I'm pretty sure it was because somebody saw a podcast I did about the January 6th fake surrection, as I like to call it. Um were you there? I was not there in okay. person, but I I was following it, I was seeing it. I have friends that were there and I knew it was nonsense, you know, because by then I had enough people and I was involved in all of this. Um and so I did like a 30 minute. It was the first time I ever did a show completely by myself. I had always done it on the one year anniversary. I'd always done. I most of the time do shows with guests, you know, and um, this was the first time I felt like I just really needed to share what I thought about this. And I shared, you know, that this this is wrong. We are living under tyranny. We have people that are being held in prisons, basically without access to medical care, without proper nutrition, without proper due process. And this, like people wake up and it was a short th- 30 minute type show. And um, seven days later, and I I, am, I believe that numbers speak to us. I'm real into all of that. And so- Very much so. Seven days later, after that, I I got told I was being put under investigation and what they were investigating me for was literally what my job description was. And and I mean, it, it, it was comical. And then seven days after that, I was terminated instantly and told, you know, I could never work for the company again, which was comical. So I can't say a lot about that because um, I'm not someone to go away quietly in the night. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on some things involved with that right now, actually, um, because I, I don't believe that it was accurate that I should have been fired. So anyway, but out of that, the show that I've been doing started to just explode. And so we talk about all sorts of things. My show is, um, it's it's under the umbrella of beauty for ashes, but I do a lot on Hollywood. So we do a Hollywood decode show every week, um, where we've been exposing Disney. We've gone deep into Disney. I, I do a lot about that. A lot about the way that the um, the Hollywood industry and the music industry ultimately has been used, as in my opinion, the voice of the deep state, the voice of the enemy, to push their narrative. We know the CIA has been involved. You, you know, there's so many programs that has been tied into Hollywood and the entertainment industry, and what we're seeing. And, and of course, it spreads into social media as well. We, we generally
5: look at it as a um, it's a, a 10 year cycle on movies and a 10 month cycle on TV shows. So, so that's
13: so awesome because
5: if have you, you ever if seen- look back 10, 10 years, yes. movies that came out 10 years ago is exactly what's happening now. Yep. Um, or, you, you know, it's about to happen. They were prepping us then. And then if yeah. you look back, you know, 10, about a year ago in TV shows, especially Netflix, yep. um, that's what's that's what's happening now. So um, true.
13: Yep. Yeah. And some of the movies are getting shorter. They were like when you go way back. So I just found a clip from um, famous because I like, guess I'm an actress. So like I study scenes for, for class and I just had to do a scene from a show called Barefoot in the Park, which has Jane Fonda and Robert Redford. I believe it was filmed in either the late '60s, early '70s, and there is an image with her doing the 666 symbol, very, very distinctly, on the wall mm-hmm. for almost two minutes in the middle of a scene. And I, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So of course, I snapshot it, and it's now in one of my slide decks. You know, but once um, you see
5: it, you can never unsee it. You once can, you see it, you see it everywhere.
13: I see it everywhere. everywhere. I do. I see it in yeah. everything. So we talk all things. We talk about the vaccines and and how deadly they are. Um, I have my youngest daughter now, I realize, was vaccine injured as a child. She's so very was her autistic. Mm-hmm. And um, so we don't do any vaccines in our family. You know, once she had that, we stopped doing all vaccines. Um, but it's it's like, all you know, there's so many topics. Every area of influence over our culture has been hit. They have attacked every single area. And so I talk about all of it and I'm on all, you know, the main podcast areas rumble, but I'm sending everyone to my website mostly, which is TanyaJoy.tv, because I'm i I've got an app that people can download. They can watch the show on the app. They can watch it, you know, live on the website and chat and yeah, it's just all growing. It's, it's kind of wild if someone told me a year ago this is what i would be doing full-time i would laugh at them i'd been like there's no way but once we understand
5: that completely because you know what three years ago two and a half years ago now three years almost no because we started december 15th of 2020 2019 no 2020 Right after the election. So two and a half years, two, yeah, two, two, two years. yeah, just over two years ago. You know, we feel like God told us to stick a microphone on the side of a computer and start talking. And we didn't think anyone would, you know, we were like, man, if we get a dozen views on our first show, we'll be excited. And we got like 150. Yeah. And we were totally stoked. Like, that was amazing. And, you know, and and we were doing one pre-recorded show a week and then it was it was a stretch it was so hard it was like pulling freaking teeth to get him to do two pre-recorded shows a week yeah and then now all of us you know now we're live doing five shows five new shows and then two i do a gardening show on Saturdays and oh, then yeah. we do a, what we call true truespiracy which is often church on Sundays so now we're live every single day um and there's about 35,000 people that tune in and and watch us, give or take. Um,
13: Isn't it amazing? But this is the new media.
5: It's all all organic. You know, it's because there's some of us that I feel like God spoke to put in this position. We didn't have anything to do with it. And we didn't, we really, we haven't had anything to do with it. We were just put in this position, you know, we were told to do this by something that we can't explain that's bigger than us. And we followed orders. Yeah. And, and here we are. So, yeah, and it's
13: all we can do. And it's so like, I love when, when I started the show, I had envisioned in my mind who I was going to have as a guest, right. And who I was going to talk to and who, and, um, and that kind of diverted because of different connections that I had. But what I'm loving recently is that now I'm getting connected with so many new groups. And I find that to be very important. Like Glenn was saying, I love that I was able to connect with him at the His Glory revival. And I'm. Con- it's like all of these connections are spreading. And I feel like that's vital because something that I do see, particularly in the patriot movement, and I'm sure you've seen this, um, is that there can very quickly become these little siloed groups. And then they fight with another little section of the patriot groups and they fight with another little section. And we cannot well, do that.
5: And that is mostly perpetrated by infiltrators, to be quite honest. And we have to be very, very careful. You mentioned a name earlier, Um, Clay Clark, specifically, completely an infiltrator, completely set up. Um, He got outed on our good friend Justin's podcast when he came out and said, when Justin asked him if he was a patriot and he said, "I I don't like to label myself. Right after he had labeled himself as a libertarian, not five minutes previously. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he has he as well has, if you look at his books, um, if you watch him carefully, he does the symbolism as well. He'll do the six, six, six sign. Look at the cover of his book. He looks demonic on it. Um it, he's, and we actually know the guy, too. That's oh yeah, the worst Oh, yeah, no, part. no. Yeah, we've met him. We've been to his place in Tulsa. We've been, his him, we've been to Tulsa. his house in t- Tulsa. Yeah, I mean, we, we met him on, on multiple occasions. Um, and, uh, I mean, not, he, he brings great people together. And actually, Don't get me wrong. I agree the, with the, some, some of, of his message. Some of our best people, some of yeah. our audience, we've met in person at his events. He, he brings fantastic people together. But he is most definitely placed there on purpose for a reason we just don't know what that reason is yet mm-hmm. so yeah
4: just i i always tell people you know i, I know pe- a lot of people involved with that movement i, I don't have a problem with
5: it but
4: just be careful i mm-hmm. just tell everybody we, that we be, be careful, careful
5: of everyone
4: so i, I
13: ask yeah, we, about- really it's like yeah. the days that we're in we have to just use so much discernment we have, exactly. to have such discernment because um there's a lot of crazy stuff going on for sure. You know, and my thing is I just go, you know what, I'm going to just stay in my lane. And if I can bring the truth of, you know, what I've seen and experienced, then I'm willing to do it. I'm, I'm willing to speak the truth. And, um, and it is funny, something when I speak, a lot of times I always bring in um, the story of Esther, because, you know, she was willing to risk her life and mm-hmm. everything she knew and had to save the future of God's children. And so um, that's, you know, kind of a call that I feel like I resonate with, you know? Um, and so whatever I can do and speak the truth, bring people on that share the truth. I'm I'm like, all right, God, I'll what, do it.
4: When are, are you on? When do you go live or do you go live or do you do a recorded show?
13: So I do t- both. I'm live every morning at 9 a.m. Um, Central on the freedom hub app and on um apple tv Spreely tv uh my website and it's that's like because i'm an actress i had to find a way to like bring some fun into all of this mm-hmm. so i do a morning show called coffee talk with esta and uh People that watch that think I'm, I'm from New York. I'm not from New York. I'm just really good at the accent. So I do this little morning show and I talk about kind of the highlights of what's going on the day. And then I talk about a Bible verse. It's very simple. Um, it's just, it's like a 30 minute show. And then I have my afternoon show, which is at four fourteen, which is for Esther four fourteen, which is perhaps you were created and brought into the kingdom for such a time mm-hmm. as this. And that's usually my show. That's an hour. And then I have a guest on, and we just talk whatever the topic is. So it could be Hollywood. It could be the vaccines. It could be, we did a couple of shows on the railroads and that, you know, that whole thing is planned out. That's not coincidence. That's nope. not. There's another one today. All those things, <laughs> all the same topics. I'm sure you yep. guys cover.
4: That's
5: awesome. Yeah. Except we tend to cover them all in one show every day. We try to do as much do, as like, we can. we do two and a half hours. We do.
4: And you don't have, you never have enough time. Yeah, there's never, never enough there's time. Never,
13: I know there's never enough time. And that's in a way, in fact, I just had somebody on the other day and he's a pastor. He used to be an actor uh, in Hollywood when he was young. He's now a pastor. And we got talking and we were joking about how, you know, it used to be that there'd be a big story maybe once a week, maybe once a month. I mean, I remember the days it was once every couple weeks. Now it's like, I can't get through a day without like, oh my gosh, I didn't talk about that topic. I didn't talk. There's so much coming at us. I, 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 you can't keep up with it anymore. Yep. You know?
5: That's literally why we started doing a live daily show yeah, because we couldn't. We were like, we were doing a pre-recorded show twice a week. Our shows were like four hours long and we still didn't cover everything. Yeah. Our friend Liana does a five hour show every day, five days a week. Yep.
4: And well,
13: she, that's, I mean, it's
4: she doesn't cover everything. Yeah.
13: I'm just getting ready. I just am starting to work with this new um, group with Spreely TV. And so they're actually getting me a producer. I'm so excited because I do everything on my own. I've yep. done every yep. single piece on my own for three years and I can't keep up with it because I am, I, I get auditions and I have to, do, you know, and I get asked to sing, I, I perform and I'm like, I can't keep up with all this. So we are talking about actually switching to live, mm-hmm. a live, you know, it's every day. So at my much easier.
4: It's I think so it's easier, easier, right? It's yeah. so much You don't easier. have to cut, no, you don't have to do no any post
5: production. I post production is so easy, like it's 5 seconds. I literally like I download the the live show and just to put out the audio and to turn around and put it on red Pill's TV. Um, so I, I just download the audio. I, I put it in what I call the, the hopper, um, which is just our final cut pro. Like I just yeah. pop it in That's there. What I, use. Yeah. I pop it in there and I, I hit produce, you know, or export or whatever. And bo- like three hours later, I have a, an audio file and a video file and it's done. Um, I do that at night and the next morning I put out the audio podcast and then I upload it to, the video to Red Pills TV and Vince that's has been awesome. Vince, our producer has been slacking on put it out putting it on on Red Pills TV. I know he listens to the show, so that's why I got to give him a little nudge right there. <laughs>
7: that's hey, awesome. Vince, well, I love
13: your background. I have that background um, on my on my uh, screensaver, so I love your background.
5: Yeah, uh, he, he's a uh, an interesting <laughs> part of our life. We'll have to get together another time and we'll tell you that story. So.
13: I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, this has been fun. It's it's so awesome. I just, I love the connections and I love uh, how God does things like, you know, got to meet Glenn and now I'm getting to know about their organization. And it's, it's just, um, I love that because I don't want to become where I'm siloed into this is who I'm known. You know, I, I do sing at the reawaken events, the national anthem. Mm-hmm. I've spoken once on Hollywood and, and Disney just once. I would love to do it again, but I think it was maybe, I don't know. It seemed like maybe it was too intense. I don't know. Maybe not. I could be assuming wrong, but,
4: um, yeah. Where were you at when you spoke?
13: I spoke in Pennsylvania.
4: Okay. Yeah. I was, well, I was hoping <laughs> that maybe you were in Tampa. I would have said, yeah, we were there. <laughs> we were
5: at that one. Yeah. We were in Tampa. And
4: then I, I was, was in Tampa. Alaska.
13: that was the very first one I ever went to.
9: That's yeah. The same for us, us. too.
5: Yep. Yeah. So, um, Yes, Joff, you're absolutely right. He has a profiteer. Um, where are you at in Texas, Tanya? I ask just general area because I'm actually leaving for Texas late tomorrow night. I'm going to be there for like four or five days. I'd oh love to meet so, and have lunch or something.
13: I don't actually live there. OK, I don't live there right now full time. I was down there to speak and my sister lives down there. I kind of go back and forth. I This is this is the other really weird thing. It's like my home is in the suburbs of Chicago, but I'm on the road like 2 weeks or more, a month at this point and I don't understand that. And I'm like going, Lord, I don't what are you doing? So I'm like telling people I'm kind of a little bit of everywhere right now. I I, I don't know exactly, but my kids are here and I'm stationed here when I'm home sleeping in my own bed.
5: <laughs> yes, I, I understand. I'm we're I'm heading to Texas with our teenager because his girlfriend is in Texas and her prom is this weekend. Oh. And while we were there, while we're there, one of our listeners hooked me up with a cow. So I will be picking up a butchered cow. That's
13: fantastic. The
5: price in Texas as it is in Georgia, which is where we are. So that's
13: fantastic. That's the next thing I need to do is find out. I'm actually talking own. about you. Are you listening to the
5: show? Why don't you come down here and sit in and join the conversation, teenager? No? Then go away.
7: Get out. <laughs>
13: <laughs> that's so funny.
7: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so.
13: That's awesome. Well, I'm gonna be coming through Georgia. I'm heading to um Florida um, next month, but I'll be in Virginia beach and in Peoria. I've got a few spots. This is a, it is a whole new world. I mean, I I'm like, this is just a whole new world. I don't know. I, I did just along for the ride. That's, yep. that's what I like to say. I I'm just along for the ride.
5: We say the okay. same thing. We're just along for the ride.
14: So Tanya,
13: I'm and a taskmaster.
5: Are,
14: are we burning your, your schedule for what you're doing? I'm good. I'm,
13: I'm okay. So I, I'm a <laughs> okay. So
14: okay. Excellent. Um, well, uh
5: Glenn, please hook Tanya and I up outside of the show. Like give me her number, give her my number, something like that. I'll put
13: it in the private chat for you.
5: Good deal. Because I feel like you and I should um should chat outside of this. I, I definitely I want to send you a, a kind of a recap of our story because it's um I think it'll intrigue you. Um, Awesome. There you go. All right. There's my phone number in the private chat. So fantastic. So when's your next event? Like when, or when are you singing next? Because uh, I I know, again, I've heard you sing and you have an incredible voice.
13: Oh, thank you. So um, I will be performing in Virginia Beach um for the first landings event have you heard of that event mm-hmm. um it's with some of the guys from the black robe Regiment, i believe um and um the banners for freedom the eight robert and jamie Ag. Yeah. yep yep
7: so they're that. putting,
13: they're putting that event on. So I'm going to be singing a, a bunch of songs for that. I'll be um, doing the national Anthem, God bless America, the battle hymn of Republic, amazing grace. And then I'll be doing actually just like some fun gig stuff in the evening during the reception hour. And then uh, I'm doing, I'm hosting kind of an event, not hosting, I shouldn't say it that way. Timothy Dixon, do you know who Timothy Dixon and Julie Green are? That name's. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we do know them. They're more on like yeah, the Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: They're
13: more like on the prophet, the prophetic yep. side. Yeah. so they asked if I would come in to an event they're hosting here in Southern Illinois and kind of moderate a discussion. So I'll be doing that um, the in next weekend Um, and then I go to an event in Fort Lauderdale. I think that I'll be singing there. So people are just starting to kind of learn that I sing. (laughs) So now they're asking if I can come in and, and sing and perform places. So
5: the prophet event sounds interesting. We are in the time of the prophets as the time of God's vengeance is almost upon us. So
13: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's gonna be really fun. I that was the group that I thought I would fit in the best when I started all of this because I went to ministry school back in um, the '90s in Toronto, and so I thought that'd be the group. And that wasn't. You know, so I kind of just I fit into kind of a lot of the groups, I guess, because I don't know. I I I just kind of go, hey, everybody's got something to offer. So, yeah. Again, I'm willing to just go along for the ride, and I, I know that I'm very discerning, so i'm I feel comfortable. you know, I don't mind being in different groups because i I can usually kind of see the fakes and I just am cautious at that
9: point
5: yeah, <laughs> you you know? understand. no, absolutely yeah and in, in fact, uh, my son was um not concerned about me meeting his girlfriend's parents, and I'm throwing this in because I know he's listening to the show right now and he's gonna get all pissy because I'm talking about him again but <laughs> But <laughs> he was like, "Oh no, I'm glad Dad's not coming cuz you can get along with anyone. He's a little bit more difficult."
13: And that's okay. We need dads. <laughs> we need men to be that way. That's that's good for us. We don't want to lose that in our culture, you know? That's part of what our problem is, I think. But Exactly.
5: Exactly. But All this right. is
13: awesome. I'm I'm so excited to have met you. I've heard of you guys and um I'm sure we have a lot of cross Cross, yeah, or cross what a pollination, whatever you call that. Yes. Like, yeah, a lot of people. crossover
5: friends. Yeah, we
13: probably do have a lot of crossover friends.
5: Yep, most definitely. So, uh, because we are in where because we do a, what we call a crossover show, you know, we do the news during the week, but then we do a conspiracy show crossing with church conspiracy. We like to say the Bible is the original conspiracy theory. Um, so uh, we do that on Sundays. So, like, I think this Sunday we're doing uh the the second book of Enoch we did the first one a couple over the course of a couple weeks a couple weeks ago um so yeah this Sunday we're doing the second book of Enoch we'll go through that and discuss it and you know play the whole thing um so it's awesome I just
13: did I just recorded um an audio version of the book of Esther and with music under it, it's all produced. It's really mm-hmm. cool. And um, I want to now go in and add the extra six books from the Apocrypha.
4: Yes.
13: Chapters.
4: Those are the ones that a lot of people need to start reading like right yeah. now. Yeah. Just saying those are the big ones. I
5: like to tell people to start with the book of Thomas. And so yeah, I just
13: got thing. I just got a version of the apocrypha, so I've, I've just mm-hmm. started to dive into it. But anyway, well, this was awesome. Thanks for having me. I feel like I've talked way too much. So, Glenn, you you should jump in. I don't <laughs> need
5: <to talk> this <laughs> Glenn, and, we know your time is short, and Glenn and Ray have have like till the end of the show. So, okay. um thank we were you so just much for, you for coming on. We really appreciate yes. you. So, well,
13: it's awesome. I'm so glad to meet you and definitely reach out and yes. um, let's connect because uh, you seem you all seem awesome and I'm sure we would hit it off.
6: Yeah, yes, so, absolutely. I agree. God, God bless you, and uh, I feel more like a Mordecai than a uh, Esther.
13: <laughs> hey, something very important, Ray Esther would never have been in the position she was in if not for Mordecai. So, uh, when I speak about her, I'm I'm getting ready to go out to California next month to do a women's uh, retreat. And on that women's retreat, we're going to be talking, uh, I'm going to be talking a lot about Esther. And something that's very important is the Mordecai's because Mordecai is who saw and who knew and who told her what Mm -hmm. was coming, you know? So God bless you for being a Mordecai. We need more Mordecai's.
6: (laughs) And it's so applicable for today. Just amazing. When you when you work through that book,
13: it really is. I was actually um, I'll tell this quick story before I go. I was I was planning um, an event called Esther's Rising, and it was going to be for women to come together and to teach them, number one, who Esther was. And because very few people really know who she was, sadly, they don't know her story Um, They don't understand the relevance of it for today. And so I had this event that I was planning and um, it was supposed to have taken place in March down in Branson. And Mm -hmm. I got shut down so heavily. Um, I got shut down on all the pay apps. I got shut down on Visa MasterCard. Then the website got under attack. And so we had to cancel it. We had no choice because people couldn't get on the website to even get registered. So I don't know what's going to happen with it, but... I think it was under attack because it's so heavily needed right now for people to understand. It's really, it, it's like, it lines up so clearly. I mean, I, we are waiting, I believe for Haman to be hung mm-hmm. on the very gallows that he built. Those are the days that we're living in right now. So, you know, maybe someday we'll get this event off the ground.
5: <laughs> well, history does tend to repeat itself. So yes, it um- does. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. We really appreciate your time. This has been fantastic. And I'm I'm sure our our audience is, is going to be turning into you uh, in the mornings. Um, Liana, I, I'm, I'm sorry, darling. I might but miss it's the, 0- the intro sure Western your show. Mid, uh, so it's 10 a.m. our time. 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. 10 a.m. Eastern on, on
13: TanyaJoy.tv. You'll, you'll
5: catch it in the middle of Liana's show. Yeah, it's all good. It's a five-hour show. She'll be yeah. fine. She'll be fine. <laughs>
13: Thanks so
5: much. It was so nice Thank to you. meet Thank y'all. Thanks for me having too. me.
13: I appreciate
5: you for coming on. Yes, great God day. bless y'all. Bye. 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 So, all right. <clears throat> and I saw Vlad in the green room, and then he popped back out again. So, Vlad, if you're gonna come back, come back. Yeah, it's all good.
14: All right. All right. So, oh. if I can uh, kind of make a comment, some connections yeah. to last night uh, as a transition, uh, two parts of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, someone called me rude last night. Rude is okay. As long as move the team along. Uh, (laughs) however, they also told me I was wrong. So I want to apologize for the part I was wrong on. And that's where I said, uh, relative to the, the, uh, both the American and the, uh, the Canadian convoys that they did not achieve their goals and, and could not easily be viewed as successes. And, uh. When I got back to my group for our ten o'clock meeting, they tore the shit out of me. <laughs> we have a wolf
4: pack. There's <laughs> a reason.
14: And call them so, so wolf
4: pack. Yeah, we, we do. It. It. We, I,
7: do
5: it. I, we do it, it nicely. We don't care about being rude around here. I'm, our our wolf pack is is all on that. So we don't even we don't even acknowledge that you weren't rude at all. Um, we appreciate well, people. again, getting I am okay with the, the rules because we go off of that. But um, but being wrong is a whole nother story. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm big on. I don't, on I don't know that you. I don't know that you were wrong on that, to be honest.
14: Well, p- part of it is correct in, in that their primary goals of of uh, having a breakthrough and, and, and having both their legislature and, and in their, their premier uh, start to believe in the people. None of that happened. Uh, but there's a whole set of unexpected successes that happened, mm-hmm. and and I, I frankly I didn't appreciate them. I, I, many of them weren't quite as true in in, in the U.S., but uh, we're going to have uh, Ray describe to you <laughs> the seething he was going through. <laughs> and uh, well, I and, never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Ray.
6: Glenn Glenn knows me only too well. <clears throat> no, it, you know, and Glenn Glenn was actually right in, in in one respect because when when that convoy got squashed in Ottawa, it was a you know it was it was a real uh point i think of disappointment at at best with where people thought we were at and what we saw was the government just oppressing our truckers anybody who was down there with the truckers and there were tens of thousands as as you well know so Kind of when when everything came to a head with the Emergencies Act and police forces were brought in uh, from across the nation, by the way, as well as, uh, you know, the, the horse issue that ensued with the Toronto Police Force. Um, I said to one of my buddies here in Calgary, who was actually head of the equestrian group with with the city of Calgary police, that those horses were completely out of control. Uh, they had an objective, I believe. It wasn't a normal occurrence. And so when we take a look at that as a whole package, uh, you know, you could, you could kind of look at that and say, yeah, we, we were pretty disappointed where things were going. But one of the things that really came out of it was when the, the truckers came back home. And here in Alberta, we have a major um, route uh, into the U.S. It's called the Coots Border uh, Passage. And there were a large number of trucks that had gathered there as well while the gathering took place in Ottawa. Well, the police were very oppressive here as well and set out to basically disrupt what was happening. And as a result, uh, four of our, our trucker friends have been in jail for well over a year. So this this is really of some major concern to us and just how things have played out. So,
5: Ray, we we started out the show talking about how our political prisoners, how we are at war because they have taken prisoners, political prisoners, as our January Sixers in the D.C. gulags and uh, other prisons across the country. And they've done the same thing in Canada, it sounds like. They have taken political prisoners from the Freedom Convoy from the checker cowboy
6: yeah yeah and just, you know though that at the time that was extremely disappointing and i think a lot of people were actually in a point of at a point of depression understanding that individuals who were fighting for freedom in canada were were being oppressed oh, uh, thrown into jail mm-hmm. uh, you name it but are I, they I still wanna... throwing
5: people into jail in Canada? Because they are—they're coming after another thousand of us here in the U.S. They've—they've
6: uh, they've quit that. Um, and Ray, basically... your,
14: your sound went down when you moved your mic. You may want to keep it up. Yeah. Thank yeah. You.
6: Uh, they've st- at least stopped doing that. Um, but there's still this uneasiness, I would say, about how. The average citizen relates to a police officer. And that was not there before. Mo- most of us consider police officers uh, friends for the most part, uh, looking out for our safety, looking out for the well being of the community, uh, those kinds of things. But when this happened to people that we knew, uh, th- this was way over the edge. So, you know, all that was going on and when the truckers came home, a large number of them uh, here in Alberta, it became readily apparent that there was something like a rebound that occurred with a lot of the truckers that had gone down to Ottawa or had gone to the Coots crossing. And basically what that amounted to was organizing on a different scale. And this is where we get back to uh, what Glenn is really concentrating effort on, is go local. So many of our truckers came back to local groups and really provided, I think, encouragement and backbone for the groups that um, were really just uh, in a stage of organizing, or um, had been organized for some time, but weren't weren't too sure about what they would should be doing. So these are the sorts of things that are kind of spin-offs from what might look like a a disaster, but it's le- really led to some exciting and encouraging things among our small groups.
14: So right, make sure you speak first person. What, we, what, what came to, to your thinking and your actions afterwards?
6: Well, I, you know, I was kind of like Tanya in the sense that I was waking up at three in the morning as well. I was spending in the, in the area of 12 to 15 hours a day, uh, starting in March of 2020, taking a look at what was going on. And I mean, some of the things that I was observing from a scientific perspective, that's my background. Uh, just didn't make any sense whatsoever.
5: Did you find when you first woke up, I like it, taking the red pill, as you know, the FBI calls it, um, that you didn't really need sleep? Like, I, I mean, when I first woke up, when I first took that red pill, when I first realized what was going on, it was like, I mean... I was up till two, three o'clock in the morning, researching, oh, yeah. reading stuff. And, you know, I would finally go to bed and I was right back up at 6 a.m., you know, go right back at it. And I was furloughed for almost a year. So I didn't have anything better to do but figure out how the government was screwing us. And yep. it's six ways from Sunday. So, well,
6: that's exactly what happened to me, too, Um I, I was operating on maybe maybe four hours of sleep a night.
5: Yeah, and, and I'm one, and I, I, like I, I need eight hours
6: or I am a nasty person. <laughs> I, and I wasn't tired, by the way. Yeah, I exactly. Just, I just wasn't. Yeah. So, you know, that I, I got connected to some really good sources of information, good scientific information, and uh, that formed really, I think, the basis for... What what I got involved in, we we started meeting as a, a small group uh, just locally, and eventually we grew into a larger group, Mountain View Freedom, and uh, that that group ultimately grew to about uh, forty-two individual groups, kind of under the umbrella, and. Out of that came a whole variety of initiatives um, that we talked a little bit about uh, yesterday, but uh, those are the important things that really develop out of um, getting to relate to people, being in contact with people, not over the internet, not telephone, it's being with people face to face. And often that was, I guess you'd call it, almost underground (laughs) occurrences, uh, because of the lockdowns and whatnot.
5: I mean, that's uh, we knew it was wrong. We
6: we knew that we knew that the whole lockdown thing was absolutely wrong, both from a social construct as well as a scientific viewpoint. we had numbers of people in our, in our group who were well-skilled in both those areas. And uh, we, we've just seen and watched all that devastation over the last two years, particularly, even longer. And so people were not happy with that, for sure. People who were genuinely awake. So part of the whole thing was the truckers come back, they get involved in local groups, uh, those local groups springing up all over the place and uh, de- deciding or communicating among the- among themselves as to what they needed to do locally to find, uh, you know, interactions that would help them sustain each of them individually, but as a group as well. So, different things, you know, developing community gardens, uh, teaching exercises like canning, all that sort of thing. And uh, these, these were the kinds of things that formed very tight local pods, as we like to call them. So that was, I would suggest one of the exceptional things that actually came out of what initially might've have, might have been considered to be a failure. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that is absolutely persistent. I like to, if you like, set some goals for myself. And if nobody comes along, that's fine. But I think most of the time, if you show any kind of leadership, you always have people coming along with you. And you, then you have opportunities to train leadership in those local groups and then in the larger groups. And that's really what's happened here to the point that we, we've really developed uh, a, an incredible infrastructure that is impacting our our uh, political system.
14: So in, in composite here, the, 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 the remarkable thing that happened and, and it's the kind of thing we're trying to, to really uh, push now for everybody that, that they had been largely in a data collect mode to understand, to be aware. And after the trucker Avenue, that turned into leadership and in action. That was the motivator that was to some extent there their Pearl Harbor event that that said we got to get involved, we got to get organized, we got to find our our partners, we got to build our team, we got to build our army.
5: And and if I may, to the audience, I want you to really think about what Ray just said there about how people built pods communities, and you said exercises, you said canning, but. I want to, I want to take that further. It's not just, it's not just building a community where you can trade seedlings or trade food or, you know, we're doing that here. It's great. Um, you know, we, we trade eggs for fish or fruit or whatever. That's fantastic. But it's more, you need more than just food to sustain yourselves. You need more than just food to really be strong. And I tell you this, I tell you all this all the time. There are three parts to every person your mind, your body, and your spirit. And you are only as strong as the weakest of those three parts. So you can eat great all day long, but if your mind is broken, you're broken. If your spirit is broken, you're broken. Doesn't mean you can't be healed. Doesn't mean you can't put the pieces back together and bind them so that they're stronger than they were in the first place. That's what trauma does to people. It breaks you apart and it puts you back together. And it is possible to come out stronger the other side. It's a lot easier to do with support. So when you're building your community pods, it's not just about finding people that you can trade food with. It's also about finding people that you can trade spiritual advice with, that you can actually exercise with, go on a walk, go on a run, do I, uh, gay fit, CrossFit. I know you hate that shit, but whatever, um, you know, whatever it is that you can exercise together because you need to be strong in all three areas in your mind, in your body and your spirit. And Heather and I talked about this on Freedom Gardens a while back. Everybody right now is so anxious to go and run to a therapist. You know, you want to go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist to tell them all your problems. You know what you're doing? You are paying someone to be your friend. And your psychologist or your psychiatrist will never know you as well as a good friend will. Find a friend. Be a friend. Talk to a friend. That's how you heal your mind. You don't need a priest to tell you how to talk to God. When two people speak about Jesus, he is there. When two people speak about God, he is there. That's all you need to heal your spirit. You just need two people talking about God. You just need two people exercising together. Build your communities with the entire person in mind, not just the body, not just the mind, not just the spirit, but the whole person. That's how we really come together. And I'm sorry, I, that's my, my, I'm off my soapbox now.
6: I, I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, you know, for Glenn and I uh, working in the, in the group that we're in, and as a group, uh, we, we converse with each other and we, we do exactly that we talk about a whole range of things, including our, our faith perspectives, mm-hmm. what, what we uh, hold dear as far as our, our faith, the communities that we belong to, and all of those kinds of things. And you're absolutely right. Um, you know, Bible says you can't live by bread alone. It's absolutely true. Uh, soul and spirit interacting with others on that level is so building. And uh, it's always been my view, you don't you don't really need a psychologist or a psychiatrist to get you out of that, those dark places. Uh, when you're working on those kinds of levels in your own life.
14: Yeah, it's just not necessary.
5: No, no. Sometimes okay. it makes it worse. Honestly.
14: So again, that was uh, part of a, a transfer, uh, a, a thinking process we had following last night, and we wanted to bring that forward to you. Uh, if it's okay, I'd like to switch over to uh, uh, to get back to some of the things I'm I'm pushing forward with our current action, and and that's uh, relative to getting people mobilized, getting them out, and specifically looking to to end the vaccines for children and the unborn, where there's certainly no no not even a sliver of value and and should be so obvious should have been completed long ago uh but the powers of be know that they they that's part of their control avenue they ha- they feel they have to take our kids so um, mm-hmm. one of the things i want to say to start out with as i'm talking here if if you're if you're with someone uh or you know a friend and and you're in tune to it and you want to try it out why not be prepared to go visit a pharmacy right after the show so that say it ends at eight 30 or eight 40, mm-hmm. uh, head to a pharmacies and, and see if there happens to be anybody in your neighborhood that happens to show up also. And, uh, uh, and, and say hello to a couple of people coming and going and saying, gee, are, are you from, from the area? Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to both gather people in, in, a, in a grouping as well as making sure that the public is highly informed on what's going on with the vaccines, that not a single, healthy child worldwide has died from the vaccine. And at least tens of thousands have died. I mean, I'm sorry, died, died, from from virus, yep. died from the virus, died from the Not yep. one healthy child worldwide, three years, seven and a half billion people. So that, that makes it easy. Zero is what you what you have with just we're treating the, the disease and a pile of, of, of dead youngsters, especially some of them at the premiere of of their their athletic life, mm-hmm. dying in their sleep. And I'm going to show you one of the videos from Peter McCullough on that. Uh, so, uh, but again, be be prepared. Why not try it? Just drive off to your, your nearest. I, I've been advised that uh, George Soros has some amount of ownership of, of uh, Walgreens, so they uh, <laughs> suggesting to stay away from Walgreens. So let's let's do it yeah, in I the said. U.S. Let's 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 do it with CVS's. I say we do it opposite. I say we go to Walgreens because Well, does let's let's get let's Wal- get Wal- ourselves organized first, right? <laughs> you you understand that, Mick, yep. around uh, teams yep. and, and getting them built and getting Absolutely. them trained. Let's let's start with the, the the first steps. Then once the army's ready, we can go anywhere.
1: Yep,
5: most definitely. Right. So you have you have a, a clip to play a Peter McCullough clip to play before we we get out um, of here.
14: Uh, I, I have a variety of things. Let me first show you the press release we put out hopefully I can share be that better at that today around sharing <laughs> okay let's you sharing there yeah. yeah so we're gonna go window and we're gonna go um, to share it and I'll put it up actually the one I wanted I can't, so I am gonna go with to the one that's uh Peter McCall is in so let's go there there you go Okay, so liberate Pfizer employees. They've been trapped by Satan. They've joined together with a deeply evil company like Pfizer. Uh, they, they think they're sort of just doing a job, but we, we follow the, I'll, I'll actually show it when we go into it. So just so you're aware that composition was, uh, one of the, of the guitars in it was Vlad. So he's also a, uh, a, a, has been in the past a professional musician. So here's our theme. Here's our theme to Pfizer employee, or, or how we want to deliver the message to Pfizer and employees, two different, uh, 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 of the 10 commandments, number six and number eight, thou shalt not murder. In this case, we're focusing on our children or our unborn. There's absolutely no reason for either of them to have ever had the shot to begin with. There was no justification. And then thou shalt not bear false witness. And that that means you observing it, but you're not speaking out. You're not telling truth. You're not exposing things. And therefore, you're allowing the lies. You're allowing the murder to continue. And, and that's the moral compass we want to bring to the public is to say, you, you have to think about where you are. Is, is that where you want to be? Do you want to be in concert with, with the, with Satan? Uh, because that's, that's where you could end up. And, uh, uh, there's a better path. You can choose it. There's plenty of other options in life. So join humanity, save your soul and make a choice out of one of these three. Uh, be a whistleblower of truth and light where, where you're bringing information forward that can help us end this quicker. If you can't bring yourself to that level, then quit your job as, as soon as possible and, and find the Lord by looking for pace for uh, activities that are, in fact, working for humanity instead of against humanity. And then if you if you can't bear to do either, you're, you're kind of stuck. Uh, i'm not a big bible person so i had a bible person give me this phrase uh the wages of sin is death now when one opens this up inside of it is is the step so here's a little bit of, of uh, re- reiterating those instructions there's our standard channel if you want to look at all the items in the library uh here's a press release on on uh on on fights a whistleblower uh i was going to bring that up but uh I, I won't have time, but anybody can open that up. Um, and then here is our, our opening, our, our, how to join, why to join. You need to join because all the other things that might've been passed saved us or, uh, they're, they're not there, they're captured. So it's just us. If we're going to have a chance, we have to be in the, in the cavalry and we have to join and we have to be active and join local does lots of different things. It's the joy of that interaction, that contact, but it's also the security it relates to you that uh, it's so much easier to vet knowing people in town. And in addition, if, if we are in fact fail at all this and, and our society starts to collapse, having all those local skills is gonna serve you no matter what, no matter what happens in the, in the future, they, those skills will serve you. And if you don't learn them now, you're gonna be really hurting uh, under a lot of other conditions. At the end of the day, it can't hurt to learn. So here's That's the team, it. McCullough. Now, when I've tried this before, it, it didn't want to. Uh, let me uh, jump down. So tell me if I'm you're still seeing this.
4: Yeah, we're still seeing it. You're good.
14: Okay. I don't okay. know if we're going to hear it, but um, because you kind of...
4: Let me see if we can hear it. Go for it.
14: Yeah, I can't hear that. All right. So.
4: You're going to have to share that uh, specifically. I,
14: there's, there's a way I can do it with just putting I my microphone to do down. Next to the, uh, yeah. let, me, let me do that just two minutes.
4: Actually I can do it too Glenn
5: yes yeah. we make mix the uh, yeah stand by Glenn hold on let's uh let let Mick do that we can play that one from here I think it was March eighth it'll be down a little bit
4: yeah was this one but hold on. uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah it's in there that's what I gotta go to it's that
6: one right yeah I think so
4: boom <sighs> Let me do this. Let me go over here and I'm gonna stop your share there
14: and I'm gonna share mine
4: instead.
14: Oh yeah actually you could just pull that one the whole thing yeah up. I'm gonna yeah. pull it up.
4: I'm just gonna pull it up and play it. give me a minute. Um, give me one second. I'm going to remove that real quick. I'm me to go to present share screen.
6: I hope that's it. yeah that should be it. that should work. Share. And let me go to this.
7: Uh, come on, you stupid thing. There it is. And that to the stream. Full screen it. If
14: it plays. There we go.
4: Alright, stand by. We gotta do this again because apparently we're not publishing a sound right now. Oh, you guys, they can't hear it? Because I didn't go through the website. I didn't ah, share it the right way. So yep, stand you sure by. did. You
5: did the exact same thing that Glenn did. I sure did. Yeah. I will. <laughs>
4: I'm fixing it right now. Stand by. Holy shit. See, you guys think you got lamb blasted. When I fuck up like this, they come after me with knives Yeah. Yep, Trust yep, me. There's yep. no joke. They're like, we gotta hear this. <laughs> Damn it, Mick. All I hear is dabbing. Right, let's Mick. try that again. So that's all I'm hearing right now, just to let you guys know. So you guys start it again. You guys aren't the only ones we're that get lambasted. In. All right, I'll do this again.
1: What's being reported is cohesive with what's in the medical literature now. There are over a thousand papers in the preprint server system or in the National Library of Medicine, a thousand papers describing vaccine injury syndromes, both non-fatal and fatal. Now I can tell you because the vaccines are genetic, they take over a mosaic of cells in the body. And for the first time, the human body is being forced to produce a dangerous foreign protein called the spike protein. No wonder this vaccine causes an array of illnesses that we've never seen before in every single organ system. And the autopsies that are done now find the fingerprint of the vaccine in all the vital organs, the brain, the heart, the reproductive organs, the bone marrow. And in fact, in the last week, uh, there's been a lot of media attention to a report that came out in Connecticut. Two boys, teenagers took the Pfizer shot three and four days after the second vaccine were found dead at home by their parents. (gasps) Their parents were horrified they asked for autopsies, and the heart autopsy was conclusive that they died of vaccine-induced myocarditis.
14: Yep,
4: and I, Glenn, I guess you know about those two.
14: Actually, no. It's a um, it's a bizarre thing that uh, the, the 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 Connecticut uh, uh, head chief examiner, chief coroner. Uh, did the work and he even reported uh, a bunch of the results, but not any of the identity
4: really. Mm -hmm. Well, it is the people's Republic of Connecticut. I mean, after all, we, we already know that that it's a communist run state.
14: Yeah. I mean, it happens a lot of places. Uh, there's, there's a community in, in Eastern Pennsylvania that lost three children in one week, two of them in the same school. Uh, the in, in, two boys in middle school, eleven and thirteen, uh, the uh, they they both died in their sleep overnight. The thirteen-year-old signed himself into it so he could get the gift card, so he could get his mother a Christmas gift. Uh,
5: I, I think there was, I want to say, it was Illinois. There was a similar story, uh, but it was, I think, five children. In the space of like three months Um, and uh, a middle school teacher was speaking out about it on Facebook that five children in their school district not necessarily in her particular school I want to say it was like two or three kids in her school but five kids in their county um, in middle school had died within the space of a month so
14: And, and the reality is the the numbers are massively higher higher because so everyone is so ashamed about it they they don't want to talk they they don't want to expose this and and with that they're they're dooming their soul to continue violating the the ninth the ninth commandment and
5: you know the thing it's not just that they don't want to talk they normalized the disappearance of children during covid right? We heard reports once schools went back into session that there were like a million children that didn't go back to school in the United States. Something ridiculous like that. Uh, it was like a hundred thousand in New York alone or something insane. And they, they didn't sign up for homeschool because in order to homeschool, you do have to register with the state that your child is going to be homeschooled and they have to test every three years. Um, but no one looked for those kids then. Now your kid's gonna die from the jab. No one cares. No one's gonna pay attention. It's just another missing kid.
14: Well, it just doesn't fit their narrative. That's exactly. The exactly. Well, in this case, uh, it's even worse because it's a uh, it's a, a a pharmacy van that came to that school. Yeah. Uh, administered, those, administered those shots we paid a bonus to the school. And the, the medical, almost all cases, the medical teams knew there was a reaction to the first shot. Yep. And they said, got to take it anyway.
5: Well, because they got a bonus for it.
4: It, it goes back to dope sick. It, it, I'm, I'm serious. It goes back to dope sick. How stupid do we have to be? I mean, they came around, you saw it in dope sick where they sold that doctor, the drug. And then when he was addicted to it, he brought his basically his drug dealer back to prison, to the halfway house he was in and begged him for a hit said, Hey dude, you got some of them pills. I need some of them pills. I, I, I I don't get it. It's like,
5: it's almost like there's an addictive quality in the jab that we, That we don't recognize right like you get the first one you get the second one okay and then you don't want the third one but you go and get it anyway and then you don't want the fourth one but you go and get it anyway now they're about to roll out jab number seven well six no six no no seven no they're about to approve jab number seven okay that that one's in the the pipeline right now jab number seven what do you want to bet your parents are going to go line up and get jab number seven yeah i'm pretty sure because the first six didn't kill them exactly they're real close my dad's right there on their tails you you know as soon as jab number seven gets approved he's going to be making his appointment yep yep go so, my
4: mother and father
5: what other shit can i give away to my grandson before i die because we have more of their crap in my house now than they have in their own i feel like Every time we go over there, they he's us they put else. more shit in our car. Yep. Or every time my mom comes over here, she's bringing. Oh, your dad doesn't need this anymore. He said to give it to you because he's giving away all his stuff before he dies. He knows it's coming. He's now just taking the jabs out of spite.
4: I swear to God, that's maybe what he's it just is. tired
5: of dealing with me and my mom. I mean, that could—that's a possibility. Uh,
4: there's
14: always a possibility to that.
5: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs>
14: All right. If, so if, I, if I, I don't need to go up through up. all the steps. <laughs> Nick, you can attest to how how hard was that to open that that uh, that video up. And That's once not you have it all. open, it's not hard at all. You see you can click you see, through everything else. Yep. Right. As soon as you have it open, you just you just scroll down to this the, the descriptor <laughs> box and in that we have six videos for you and two sub stacks. <laughs> you can pick them off one at a time if you want to skip any of them. We 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 both name them and tell how long they are, so you have a sense of what you're getting into, uh, and uh, it's something uh, you know we we've, we've designed around being simple, and relatively short. That there's so much that's on our side from a truth that we don't want extra data that just consumes us in data collecting. We want to get you to action and movement and leadership as fast as possible. Yep. And and if you're still with us and, and, and are, are, are into it, get ready. You know, once once they, they wrap up, we want you to get in your car and go to a CBS. <laughs>
4: hey, or you, a bar. And, and, Liana, you, Liana, you've and already got it. Liana, you did it Saturday night and you didn't even know you were doing it then, but you did it Saturday night with everybody else that you met up with. So you're already, you're already ahead of the game. Next time, invite more people. We're going to do that here. And we're going to pick a weekend when after she gets back from Texas. We're going to pick a weekend. We're going to do that here. You, We're going to do the same thing you did up there. I, I don't see a reason why we can't do that everybody. You know, uh, one of the things I, I was reminded of, and it was really funny, was today a friend of mine uh, who listens to our show. He doesn't comment a lot, doesn't jump in the chat much. But he listens to our show religiously. He called me, he told me, he's, he reminded me of a story I told him a long time ago. And it was about initially the revolution. And they talked about how they met at people's houses. One of the things they talked about was what the wives did. Because the wives, during the revolution, if you watched Leanna's show yesterday, you saw 1776, and you know what they did for the Continental Congress, for the men of the Continental Congress. They put all the saltpeter together. Saltpeter is really important when you're making musket ball and ammo. Uh, It's kind of
5: required. Hopefully we won't be making musket ball this
4: time around. It was required. Saltpeter, you needed to add it to... (laughs) your black powder mix to fire your black powder rifle. And they did that. And they sent that to the Continental Congress, eight barrels full, which in back then is a lot. And uh they you know they sent that on to the army but they they did it wives were getting together at home doing this type of thing at their homes bringing other women from their community to one home and he said everybody opened their doors they weren't afraid they opened the doors think about that you think you think a a true troll as glenn has come to call them do you think a true troll is going to show up at your house if you're a patriot i guarantee they won't i put money on it especially if you're a patriot like me i i know for a fact they won't i'm just saying just saying Throwing yep. it out there. Do it. Open your homes. I have opened my home to all of Glenn. And Ray, I know I didn't get a chance to talk to you last night, but I did get a chance to talk to Dr. Sam for well over an hour after the show. I'm going to open the same thing to you that I opened Dr. Sam. When Canada gets too tyrannical, you have places to come down here below that border that we call Canada and America. Of course, you'll,
5: you'll have to sneak and drive because you still can't come into the United States if you're not Legally. jabbed on a plane. But you know,
4: you're always welcome. There is always a place for you here. It is not. There's no questions asked. You all you got to do is pick up the phone and call. Even if we've got to put out a campsite for you in the side yard somewhere, we will make it happen. We got plenty of land. I've got an RV hookup on the side of my house on both ends, so you can park (laughs) at either end.
14: Georgia
6: is nice. It is. It
5: is beautiful. (laughs) You always
7: have a
14: place to come. We we have something you can already get start planning and have your audience start planning for, for Canada. Mm-hmm. And Alberta specifically. They are having an election on May 24th 29th. Oops sorry, twenty And uh and and they, they they know there are a variety of shenanigans going on with both the, the way the mechanisms they use it and, and even possibly with the, the voting voter counting machines. Uh so we, we think we should be activating a worldwide network to rally on behalf of Danielle Smith and, and Alberta around keeping freedom alive. And now they, they do advance uh, voting. So uh, Reyes suggested 10 days ahead. So starting, uh, so you said 29th, right? Yep. So yep. starting on the 19th for several days, the more we can get people Having rallies on behalf of Danielle Smith and the Alberta Freedom uh, Trail, then we think you can make a difference.
4: Where 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 are you guys starting this at, Ray? Just for my Canadian listeners, I got a, we got a bunch of Canadians that listen to us. So yeah. where are you starting this at, Ray?
6: Yeah, so we uh, we are looking at uh, doing this with some of the additional groups that we're associated with. Uh, Action for Canada. I think you've got that banner. And as well as um, uh, Canadian COVID Care Alliance. Both of these organizations are very active and very supportive of what is happening here in Alberta in terms of attempting to maintain our freedom and even expand our freedoms. And really it's necessary for us to have support from not only people in Canada, our adjacent provinces, but people across the world who are watching us very, very closely just to see what will happen here. Will freedom be squashed or will we uh, have a, a trem- tremendous resurgence of freedom as seen both in society, as well as in our, in our government.
4: So, so what are you expecting? I'm just asking for a generalization because we're obviously not in Alberta. We don't, we don't know what's going on politically there. What are you expecting to come from this, this vote?
6: We're, we're expecting that we're going to win the vote, uh, win this particular election. Uh, But there are things that are happening here already that are uh, playing into the hands of opponents who are uh, quite socialistic in their viewpoints. Uh, they've presented materials that are hardly the truth, and uh, so we know what their what their yeah. modus so, operandi is. So understand, is.
14: Danielle got elected as an interim, and so this becomes the more formal election. Gotcha. So so she can be out. Out the door if this goes badly, Ooh. And, even, even
6: if we if, even if we only win by a narrow margin, we still win the election, but her position is in jeopardy, uh, based on, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of undercurrents that are, uh, acting, you know, in, in opposition to her. So, uh, we, we need a good strong, win, uh, in order. For, for her to continue to carry out the actions that she has planned for the province. Basically to set us apart within our nation and we think the world around, uh, around us as well. So many people are watching us uh, globally to see what is going to happen here.
14: And we need. So to, a lot of a lot of Europe is, very decisive. is is very used to having rallies, especially on weekends. So if you if you look at the the full weekend before that, the 20th and the 21st of May, our Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, and just say you know isn't that a good great time to be having a rally for our our interest areas, and uh, and that part of the message of that rally is is uh, freedom for for Alberta and for Danielle Smith. I agree,
6: and when and it when might, that happens,
5: it might even break fifty degrees in mid-May in Canada. You never know. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> we well, we we we'd like to have people, in addition to that, uh, you know, video, uh, take movies of the uh, actions that people are taking, you know, across the U.S., particularly, and send those to us, uh, so that our premier can see what kind of support she's getting from so many people.
14: Yeah. Hey, you you could even, as part of your show during a week, you could be doing poster development, uh, designs and having people compare. It's, I mean,
4: one of the big things, make it, make uh, it fun. One of the things I really loved about the trucker
14: convoy. And, uh, I know Vlad would probably be able to
4: talk more about this, but they stopped along the way and they had kids that were talking about what the truckers meant to the kids. And, uh, Man, I got to tell you, some of those, oh, those
5: kids calling into the radio, some show? of those kids that Man. were calling in
4: were tearjerkers. It was yeah, like, holy crap, these kids really, they get it. They, they they're absolutely. Based. And although that's a, you know, I don't know, a terrorist an word to say now an based. extremist yeah. word to say now is based, but they were based. I mean, they were they were spitting out things. I expect kids here in America to be spitting out and the kids here in America. Don't I don't know. That's some, of not them, true.
5: some of them are, they, I think the kids are are more with us than some of them. I think the are, and are. Then some of them I wonder about, well, you know, anyway. All right. We got to get out of here, gentlemen. We are, we're running late already. Yes, we are. I'm surprised the dogs haven't come in and said, where's our dinner, but yeah. we're not where you haven't played the outro right. song. Uh, I'll be back
14: tomorrow. I, I we so got a, 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 bunch of a, a bunch of other things going on, but if, if, if people could report back, they went out and visited a, 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 a pharmacy, only, only do it up until say the the top of the hour, and uh, and uh, you know just so you know you could do it. And if that if it were an important meet and greet night, that uh, there would probably be other people there. Maybe they'll be there even tonight. Give it a try.
4: Yeah. There you go. All Give right. it a shot. So go go to your local CVS and see if anybody from the show shows up. And if they do, then you can talk to them. And then you know that two of you live in the same town. You got it. And that starts the wheel. After that, it's just about meeting more people. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Thank
6: thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Awesome being with you. Not a a problem, sir. We appreciate you. Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, Thank you very much for being on and we will see you guys uh, later. Yes. All right. right.
5: Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys.
4: Have a good night. All right, folks. So yeah, you heard it. Go, go to CVS, go over Mm -hmm. to CVS, check it out, see what you can do. Uh, See if somebody's there. You never know. You you don't know who lives next to you. And my neighbor, my my boss doesn't even know his neighbor. So it's it's one of those things. Trust me. I found that out today. It was really funny. I was down the street from him from his house and I was like, Hey dude, can I go show him your garage doors? Cause your garage doors are these super insulated four layer doors. And he's like, Yeah. So <laughs> but he's like, Don't you know this guy? He's like, No. I was like, Well, huh, dude, you don't even know your neighbors. I even know all of my neighbors now.
5: Well, anyway. I forced that on you. So well, you did. Mm-hmm. You'll have that. Cisco says his ducks are back. They nest right by the front door. Our ducks try to hang out by the front door, and then Annie goes and, um, and they run away. Barks at them, yes. and and they they're like, Oh no, no! We're we out. know that dog. We're not coming near. anywhere near here. Not screwing nope. with that dog. Nope, nope no Trying us the dogs. twice. Yep. Yeah, she really has. She really has. It's
4: really <laughs> fun. Either way, uh, All we right. will be back tomorrow night. Tomorrow yep. night we will be starting at five forty-five for Liana's Lounge, six PM for the show. Yep. Uh nine oh five tomorrow morning. Remember, Liana's Liana's on. Uh she has her show at she was on fire this morning. If you didn't listen, mm-hmm. go check it out. It's a lot of fun. And go check out Josh over in the Red Pill project because they're already going. We kind of went late. Sorry, Red Pill. We had to cut you out. But um it just came down to a time what thing and we had a we had a dumb stream. not a big deal. Either way, we will see you back tomorrow night, 545 for Lionel's Lounge, 6 p.m. for the show. And then you're going to be gone Thursday and Friday.
5: I am gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, Sunday, and Monday.
4: Yeah. When did Monday come up?
5: Because I pick up the cow on Monday. Oh. So we come back Monday night. We'll be back late Monday night. Right. Like, I pick up the cow Monday morning, and we hit the road and start driving home. He starts school Monday. Yeah, no, he's missing school on Monday. Okay. Because the cow's not ready on Friday. I hope you get him a haircut or that not home on the weekend between now and that yeah, after because he's going to kind of need it. Yeah. He's a little shaggy, but yeah. she, no, likes, no,
4: he's shaggy. No, I don't give a shit whether she likes it. He doesn't need it because when he goes to school on Monday, he if ha- he doesn't he, have a haircut, he's he's going to look like an idiot
5: well, and he's going to get in trouble. It, well, he doesn't care, but
4: I don't care if he doesn't I know, care. That's I do. fine.
5: We'll, we'll get him a haircut on, on somewhere on the way home on Monday after, after prom, we'll get him a haircut. Anyhow, Yeah, that's not happening.
4: You know how that <laughs> shit works. Either way, we yeah. will see you back here tomorrow night. Yep. Um, just a little side note uh, for all the fuckers that hung out and hung around. Don't get me wrong on this shit, guys. I know what you guys are saying. I know exactly what you guys are saying. I watched all of your comments. Alright? I love you all because of your comments. However. Here's
5: the bear. Come here, bear.
4: Let's Let, let's be real about this real quick. Okay. I'm going to do everything I can in my power before I have to go my route. I think you understand what that means. I'm going to do everything in my power to find every peaceful possible situation out. This is, there's a possibility here if we act fast enough. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference, but if we act fast enough, it might organize some shit, might make shit a little bit easier on the other side. So don't look at this as we're giving you another just, oh, just go, no, no, this isn't about that. Think about what we talked about before we started this segment, okay? Think about what we were talking about with the pods and what the pods mean. Think about what I told you they mean. Think about what it ends out on the other end. Okay. Where's Seamus? Seamus. Sisko's kid's got a crush on him.
5: I know. Seamus. <whistles> come here, bud. Come here, Jamie.
4: You're going to have to go drag him off the bed. No, he's coming. Oh, there he is. Holy
5: shit. <laughs> he just, like he just ran, came marching around he just the corner like a Annie fucking over. gigantic come here, beast. Come Sheamus. here, Seamus. Seamus. come here, come here buddy. Come here, Jamie. Come here, my Seamus. Get your camera time, buddy. Come here, my Seamus. Stand up on mommy. Come here, baby. Come, come here, bud come on oh there's on. my big boy there's my big boy
4: come on buddy Hup. come on so you can get in the camera so everybody can see you yeah he's not like fucking <sighs> 190 pounds he's huge he's gigantic so there you go there's Seamus and he's even bigger because mm-hmm. we're way
5: we're so lagging, so right, lagging now.
4: right now don't know why <laughs> It's like a video games play. There's
5: a giant dog. There's a giant dog.
4: Either way. All right. Just think about this. Take it under advisement. Put it in the back of your cap. Use it if you can. If you need help, this is how you reach out. This is how you reach people. I've reached out to people. We have people call us all the time. Had a guy reach out just the other day. And I know he's listening, so I'm going to give him a shout out. What was his name again? You have it on your phone. Uh huh. I forgot. Zion. Zion. Yep. Zion. Hey, you can reach out to Zion. Zion will tell you. He he reached out to me. He asked me, you know, he asked me what type of gun he should get. We were talking about it. And I asked him about some basic questions about where he lived and what his yard was like. So I, I'll help. If I can help you, I will help you. And I will even give you a dollar amount. And you can ask Zion. I told him, I was like, hey, look, this is what you should look about spending. If they tell you anything over this, you're spending too much. You're not getting a deal. The deal is this. Uh, So I I will do it if I can help you. I will help you. Hey, I've got a house. It's always open.
5: Actually, it's always locked because otherwise Annie will open the front door and go running after the chickens. But
4: you can ask Lyanna. You can ask ask Batman. You can ask (laughs) Wix. You can ask anybody. They they they're always you're always. 100%. 100% if you're a listener of mine you're always welcome here. I will always open my door. I will do whatever it takes. I will bend over backwards. I will make beds. I will open couches. I will do whatever I have
5: to do to make you comfortable. We have four recliners and a mattress in the studio. Have at it.
4: <laughs> I, you guys going to have to fight over it, but whatever.
5: Oh, all right. We got to get out of here. I got to feed everyone dinner. All right. Yep.
4: So either way, again, 9.05 tomorrow morning for Lana uh, Lana's show, mm-hmm. TNA Variety Show, which is a great show. And tune in. You should watch it. On net. Yep. And then over here tomorrow night, six five uh, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. And till then, fuckers, y'all have a great night. We will see you later. For the mig And Vlin. Have a great night. Good Thanks, night, fuckers.
5: fuckers. Thanks for watching.
8: If it's needed, when you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn. I'm a son of the dirt south with the trucks sit high and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom. Double barrels in case we need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country.